need the flyer for Joseph's show. All right, we got it. Because I'm going live right now, ready. <laughs> hey guys. Hey, what's up? So the intro is coming up next. What's going on, everybody? Galley Death Podcast back once again. I already said what's going on, everybody, but I was muted. Um, I am Anthony Trapani, and I'm your host, as always, on another Thursday night. Uh, a late one tonight because we are we got an international guest. We haven't had an international guest. Actually, I when's the last time we had international guests? It's been a while. Sure, I, don't, I don't know. Keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm never, I'm, I didn't really even stop. I just asked a question. Yeah, it's but, uh, yeah, we are joined tonight by, <laughs> not, I'm blanking again, dude. I was like, why do I do this to myself, dude? I'm like thinking about everybody's name and saying it correctly and all this shit. And then I fucking get in the moment and I do this blank thing. Well, tonight we're joined by Clemens from many, many, many fucking projects. And, already said fuck that probably throws us down on youtube <laughs> fuck 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 um yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah Clemens, what's your last name say your last name engelt 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 the mic thing is like a, a in joke my friends for 20 <laughs> years so i was happy to see that on the flyer <laughs> He's all yeah. fucking Ingerts on here, dude. But thanks, Clemens, for joining me and my resident homies. I got Casey Howard and Jill Horner with me tonight as well. Thanks for the invitation. Yes. Oh, yeah. Aloha to you all. And uh, yeah, it's 7 a.m. for you or roughly 7.15. Thank you so much for grabbing a coffee and getting up early to talk to us, dude. My pleasure. The time. Like the time be. change is always uh, tricky with these things, but it's cool that uh, we still get the chance to talk to somebody like yourself across the world right now, dude. So let's do the plugs. And uh, I think uh, we were going to try something different. You guys need to get a German translator out because Lemons uh, <laughs> yeah. is going to do our plugs in German tonight. Yeah, da haben wir jetzt gerade pre-podcast drüber gequatscht, von daher zieht euch auf jeden Fall Battleforge Coffee rein, richtig geiler Scheiß, um mich munter zu machen, brauche ich auch. Von den Leuten von die zur Flash, geile Scheiße, wird munter. Boom. Nice. Wenn Basically, battleforgecoffee.com, get your shit exactly. there. All right, let's hear the next one. Down there in the links, yeah, if you want to rehearse in the... I don't know, California area, wherever you guys are, uh, Generator Studios. Orange, Orange County. Orange County, California. Exactly, I switched back to English because my brain freezes. Uh, also, wenn ihr proben wollt, <laughs> generatorstudios.com. Wenn ihr mal drüben seid. 
what's, what's, <laughs> what's hilarious about this right now to me is that we absolutely have no idea what you're saying right now. And <laughs> yeah, did, he did say Shiza. So I, I did. No I hear Shiza. He's like, it's good shit. I think, I think shit. the end oh, of God. that plug was it's coffee from Deeds of Flesh and it's good shit. And then you take a yeah, sip. Uh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. what, about, what about Twitch? What do you have to say about Twitch and Twitch ist bestimmt auch geil. Uh, wenn ihr euch Kali Devtop Podcast da reinziehen wollt und nicht irgendwelche Gamer Sachen, dann seht ihr den Link da unten. Twitch TV slash Kali Podcast. Yeah. Nice. Dude, that's so fucking cool. That's our new want... rule. That's our new rule. If someone, if we have someone like overseas and stuff, yeah. like in, you know, in like a different time zone like that, is like they have to do the ads in their language, in their native language. Right. That's actually yeah, cool because like, like, like anybody that. who's listening in from their area is like hearing it. You know, yeah, all the German guys like... will be running to generate a studios tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, yeah, I want to actually hear actually San Diego, not Orange County, but yeah, anybody who uh, can trans who uh, transcribe what he said in English uh, and then give us a, a transcription that would be rad because yeah. I'd like to hear all <laughs> the so shit bad. talking that he just did about us. Shit. No, I'm just I know he's all like, fuck this shit. Fuck he's that. like, fuck these guys. Look at this <laughs> fucking idiot over here. Yeah. <laughs> I can do this all podcast longer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so we're going to do the whole interview in German. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Dude, Joseph's. Uh, are we gonna plug his show real quick? The uh, Dreamer show. Who's Joseph? Dreamers. Oh, the professor. Yeah, the professor. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. I'm gonna go tomorrow. I'll tomorrow. be tomorrow. Tomorrow, bro. Dude, I mean, it'll be today is on this, there. When this comes out, it'll be today. So August 25th. Oh well. Uh, me and my nautical, uh, my love for nautical themes. I love that poster. I love that. Is there a coin on there? <laughs> nope. There's no maybe underneath that hood. Uh, that, that, that hood that's on the uh octopus. Inside joke. <laughs> Inside. But um, dude, that that's really cool that uh Callius is on that too. So it's like some Cali Death love, some Twitch love right there. Um Dreamer. It wasn't there, it's, it's not gonna be their first gig. They already played, right? So, but this is so. what, second yes, they've already third? played a, a show but dude um, anybody who doesn't know and you're in that area get the fuck out there because Fullerton, california right that's where's that that's close orange to LA, county right? this is orange, orange county. county tomorrow night 7 p.m dreamer cyber cyborg octopus is headlining it's gonna be sick yeah yeah, yeah. it's gonna be real sick lots and lots of shred Chris, fucking zenith passage that's his band dreamer and uh Joseph, the professor from our show, is the drummer. And shout out to Nicole and Callius yeah. too. Yep, Nicole. Yep. It's all fam out there right now, so you guys go support for sure. It's gonna be a party, anyways. I'll be there. Friday night. Come on. Yes. You have Hopefully no excuse to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And Clemens, you have a mad list of uh, projects you're involved in, dude. Plug everything that you would want plugged right now. Uh, uh yeah like uh, currently i'm in profanity so hell yeah shout out thomas love you dude hell yeah best guy best guy yeah infecting yeah. the swarms uh, and intercepting pattern i have a grindcore band called ignorant as well and that's basically the stuff i'm active with at the moment i've like one one secret project that isn't out yet <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. secret awesome 
And then the incepting or intercepting, intercepting pattern. Yeah. That, that's a fucking cool project that we wanted to start talking. I want to talk about tonight for sure. Um, nice, nice. Yeah, dude, you give me a, a list of you're a very prolific bass player. Um, not just prolific, but also very talented. Like I've, I've, <clears throat> I've sampled enough of your work to really understand that. Yes, you really know how to play that fucking bass, dude. And um, I like the range of styles of bands. Like we were talking uh, versatiles, uh, um, word that I used about Lille too, but I'm just saying like anybody who has this giant, you can have like 15 bands that you're in, but if they all sound the same, then, you know, it's, it's here. You're only playing, you know, one style it's kind of like okay that's cool but i like to see these musicians especially you like you being from germany and the projects that you're involved in i didn't really come across you until you contacted me and then i realized that there's this whole world of stuff that i just can't keep up with and there's so many sick people out there that i just can't keep up with and you were one of those dudes where i was like oh shit this guy he has so much cool music that he's been a part of and he really really can play like why didn't i like catch wind of this guy until you you know contacted me but i mean that's just pretentious of me to say because i'm not really digging for new music as much as i used to so i'm like why didn't i come across it well you didn't fucking dig dude <laughs> like i can come across clemens eventually if i really dig you know like i used to but i'm glad that you uh contacted me and and showed me the light show me the clemens light you know <laughs> i think I, I mean this intercepting pattern man i'll I, we'll get into it later because we're going to do your whole timeline thing but it just like that that stands out so much to me aside from everything that you've done because it also is a standout thing for lily and and it's both of you kind of stepping out of this tech death realm and playing prog jazz you know and I love it. So, anyways, dude, um, did you actually plug any? Oh, you already plugged anything, all of the stuff that you wanted to plug. So, cool, dude. Let's just get into you then, bro. Um, take us back in time. You you watch the show, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, get take and, us. Anthony's just gonna be like one day. He's gonna be like, dude. So, like the question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the one <laughs> question. <laughs> This is where we stick the pin in your timeline so we have something to tether to, and then we just try and hang on as much as we can before the weeds takes over, you know? And there's like there's like the pin at the beginning, and then there's like the pin at the oh we better wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like the only two. We have pins. an A and a B, but we just B don't know how that string <laughs> is gonna go this yeah. way, backwards, like, forwards. Yeah. Beginning of the sometimes, hike, some, end of the sometimes hike. we get to the twenties. We get like past the twenties, yeah. and we're like, "All right, dude, we gotta wrap this up." <laughs> like, yeah. just so deep in the weeds. But yeah. Anyways, it's Anthony's good, question. Though. The question. Yeah, dude. Dude, take us back to uh, childhood as as early as you can, bro, and just creativity. When when or not even creativity. 
what just sparked that? Like we all get that and something sparks it. Something you, something artistic you fall in love with music, art, um, anything else like like something that just clicks that for you and as early as you possibly can take us back few like i guess earliest like are, are we talking first memory of music or create really something it, any anything it's because yeah. you know doing this long and as long as we've been doing that question is is kind of evolved and changed for me because we've had enough guests that would come on and I'd realize that music wasn't even their first introduction to, mm. you know, art or creativity. And I, I like to find that, that the actual seed that was planted in, you know, you or whatever guess I'm talking to. I want to know, like, there's the seed that happens and it doesn't happen for everybody. You know, there's like the chance of the seed being planted, but not everybody gets, you know, connected to art or creativity. They, they just naturally don't. And so obviously all of us are in this thing. We're being creative. So I want to know what your specific seed was. I think um, like music wasn't all, I listened to music uh, as a child and everything, and like, my, my father had all those Rammstein CD, uh, CDs, uh, the early 90s stuff and shit, and yeah. nothing I'd listen oh, to yeah. today, but as a child, it was like, ah, oh, yeah, guitar riffs, and, but music was more like, okay, background music for whatever else you did, and I think creativity came, I guess, with skateboarding. Okay. So skating was Or, or maybe drawing earlier, yeah, but uh, I earlier got into skateboarding and all that shit and like the skate videos and the music uh, in the videos and all of that stuff like that really shaped the connection for me Rad. Mm -hmm. what kind and, of skate videos like curious uh like you know the 2000 stuff like manic marty from ease uh, uh you know the almost videos dvs all that stuff yeah that's what i watched um yeah Rad, dude. Else? Lots of German stuff, to be honest. A, lo a lot of French rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like puzzle skate mech and all this stuff. And yeah, sometimes cool. there was uh, harder music in it. And I have uh, an older brother. He didn't live with us, but uh, he fed me music pretty early on. And he was into Gothic music, like the typical European Gothic stuff. And I'd listen to it because, yeah, why not? And some of it was cool. And <laughs> nice, Guardian. Awesome. And yeah uh, so i was kind of looking for guitar driven music and whenever some songs or whatever were in those videos and shit i like that so you uh, your brother oh sorry i was just gonna say do you have any examples of that kind of gothic european stuff just i'm just curious like what like industrial uh like kind of yeah what, what did you listen to like what I liked most uh, was Killing Choke from Great Britain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah for sure. I still like that stuff today. But uh, like, uh, yeah, German bands like, oh, what was it? Um, Oomph. Uh, oh, damn. What else? What else? Sisters of Mercy were cool, but yeah, not yeah. German. <laughs> I think most of the Gothic stuff I can't get into anymore. Not yeah. at all. 
But some some of it was a good gateway. Like uh, when we did skate videos, I would uh, like compile the, the songs from the CDRs I got from my brother and uh, like, oh, there's a heavy guitar riff. So we just cut that and put it in the skate video and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cool. And, okay. yeah. So and, you were saying you drew, though, too. So what, how, what kind of uh, drawing did you do when you were young? Just like scribblings and comics and shit, but... Were you, did you just copy oh, were, like you'd copy from comic books or would you make your own comic book like maybe a short, short strip but mostly like copying stuff and yeah not too much like i wasn't obsessed with them doing it every day so sometimes like drawing short comics and mostly at school i i, I was scribbling just... on your folders when you're bored and all that shit right totally totally oh, yeah. that's it all my shit was doodled making on jokes and, about yeah. teachers yeah. I can't remember. I, I I would not be able to tell you how many times I've doodled Bart Simpson, you know, <laughs> just Bart Simpson that just just from the neck up didn't even I mean, I could do his whole body on a skateboard and everything, but I would just do him from the neck up because I could yeah. bust it out in like 10 seconds. And then I got another Bart Simpson on my folder. <laughs> I, I used to have like a way of drawing Stimpy. Like you start with the nose, then you do the eyes, and you like do this like so, like a friend showed me, and I like, kind of like thought, I was like oh these like I could draw Stimpy you know, and then For me, yeah that, yeah I got the same thing with like an airplane I went to like an art class like an art like some sort of night class or something and like and that and what was terrible about that I wasn't like a natural drawer so like when I learned how to make like the two lines and like make the the plane. Then it became this only thing I could draw. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. it's, like, it's like the only thing I drew. Yeah, like, I know oh, how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, you kind of cook like, like you're, you're, you're stuck. You're just like, all right, I know, I know for sure how to do this. I don't have the creativity to just go like, because of like a, a person's face. I'm just like, all right, eyes. I don't know. What to, and they're just like not the same shape. And then like you go nose. Like it doesn't look anything like it. But in my head, <laughs> my brain's yeah. going like, all right, this is what it's supposed to look like. But on the on the actual pad, you're like uh okay so the mr potato head's getting drawn so <laughs> but yeah no it's a art's definitely like a it's almost like gen, i don't know genetic or something i have no idea like to no. even have that i mean I, I don't think you could be like someone that sucks ass at art and just kill it later i think I it's just like anything else dude there's just like a certain um percentage of people that like latch onto it quicker oh. but i think that anybody can figure out how to make art by drawing i mean we all we all write you know well actually i shouldn't say that (laughs) most people don't write now but like writing writing things down by hand is actually still beneficial guys it'd be a fun project to actually write something funny thought about like art or music or anything is like a person tries this medium like i'm going to do physical art or music whatever and then like at some point that person decides like oh like i'm good enough at this to like continue doing this or i suck at this enough to stop doing this and they they have like their own judgment at a certain point you know it's like funny it's like i feel like like a lot of people try something and then just like uh I, yeah I, mm-hmm. I i give up on that because i suck at it like like yeah. so it's like me i suck at painting or i suck at draw or whatever i don't care like yeah I, they have a goal and then they people, see how far away yeah. they are from the goal and then they're like eh, whatever. yeah I'm like, their, their, interest really has to, their interest really has to peak hard in it for them to be like all right well yeah. it's supposed to suck you know like for music obviously like i remember the first time picking up a guitar i'm just like yeah dude you just like 
press random strings, right? And you just like move it like this. <laughs> like you listen yeah. to it and you're like, oh my God, dude, this is going to be <laughs> a long road. But the thing is, once you get that first like riff where you're like, oh, yeah. I know this from the radio or whatever, I must do it as a kid. Then you're like, okay. Then it makes that connection. It's like, oh, I could do more of this. It's you know, the same it's like, thing with like sports and stuff too. Like it's like, I can't surf. Like I live in San Diego. I grew up down here. Like I lived in Santa Cruz. I still can't surf. Like I suck. I've stood up before, but I suck. Like I can't surf. Like, you know? And but if like, you were determined and put the time into it and yeah, really but stay just, positive. Yeah, but it's, but, but yeah, but I mean, but it's like, there's, it's never going to happen, you know? I mean, I could if I like really, really fucking want. Well, never. I think that love, I, I have faith in you. You could be well, the love needs yeah. to happen for it. The love needs to happen yeah, for it. You but, have the love think, for it. To try that hard. There's things that like come to people naturally that they they just like. Oh, that's easier than that. I'm, or you know, oh, people say I'm good at this. Like you're a kid or something. You know, for example, like, oh, like I'm playing guitar. Like I think I suck, but some of the oh, well, you can play. Like you know, so you like keep doing it. You know, like a kid that. Well, I mean, when I first learned how to play, wish you were here, and I fucking executed you. Like Anthony, you really executed it, but you've like you've played the right notes. Anyways, that's all. It was just a little point, but it was just like I think it's funny though, like that we like in our own minds decide at a young age, like, oh no, don't pursue that because it's like too hard. Right. Or yeah, it's like, oh, or or the opposite, like, oh, that comes easily, so you pursue that, and everyone's different in that. So that's all. Yeah, yeah, it's really that makes sense. That totally makes sense. I mean, that's like yeah. this uh, that band uh, I'm really into. It's like a prog band from Fresno. It's called uh, Artificial Language. The guitar player is like a YouTube guitar player with like a million followers. The Shredder guy. He's all, oh, I posted the first song I ever wrote today, and it was like him, like back in the dance. It's like fucking puts like steve i to shame i'm like i'm like oh okay sick dude that's your first song okay <laughs> well uh so yeah definitely like dude had like a talent or a knack for something and then kind of like built on that but like you need that first spark you know to yeah keep, like going for sure that first piss. so, and so we, we need it. say that again bro I wish art class did that. Uh, like you know, we were talking, I was thinking like uh, I wish uh, art class at school would have showed me really how to do stuff and not just be like, uh, yo, learn this year, learn this period of art and shit. But really mm -hmm. teach you out. Hey, you can draw that, and even if you hit a point point where you don't get further, we show you how to do it. But right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like watching one of those old, those Bra Bras videos. You ever watching those? Yeah, videos? like stuff like that like, would have been cool. Like somebody showing you yeah. actually, actually how it's done and not like here's a finished product and be like that. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish I watched Bob Ross back when I was a kid because that was mm. like watching it now. I'm like, okay, well, I see kind of what he's like a whole technique and a whole strategy behind it. And mm -hmm. like, and the way he like it turns into like a beautiful picture, you're like, how is that going to be insane? Like, good. And then he's just all like blotting like shit on the. It turns into like a forest later. <laughs> That's like perfectly landscaped. Forest of happy like, trees, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and it shows you that you don't have to start perfect, but it comes good, right? But when you see yeah. the process, process it really exactly. helps. Exactly. Right? So then you just it's just trial and error from there. But yeah, it's well, like a painting. Yeah, and <laughs> you, you saying you wanting to go to art? You wish you had an art class. So was that not available in at that time for you? Oh, no, we had art classes in school. Oh, you did, okay. It was just like, yeah, yeah, do something, and you do it once, you get a grade, and if it's not what the teacher expected, you didn't get a good mark. So, mm, so the, there was, you're saying there wasn't useless. really actual, like, 
interaction too much from your teacher it was just like yeah, kind of by exactly. the book so thing. that's yeah. what i was thinking about uh, maybe i would have pursued art if somebody really showed me how, to, how it's done and not just like trial and error as a kid when you're stupid but even the, with, the, with the comics you you're still like you didn't even realize it but that's starting that that snowball of art and creativity of just like yeah, doodling kind of. things and then you're, you start wanting to make things. So you're talking about your uh, brother introducing you to music and your dad listening to Rammstein. So, by the way, I want to know how old you are. Well, it's, how old are you? 33. And, so, and your dad was listening to Rammstein and all that shit? Yeah, yeah. So he... He was an older dad. He was an older. Uh, he was. It wasn't like the new metal thing wasn't his necessarily his generation, but he latched onto it when it happened. Is that what the deal was? Like for my older brother? Or? No, no, no. Your dad. So you. My, my you, dad. No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, like you he, said, your dad was listening like to Rammstein, right? Yeah, the Rammstein stuff was like ninety five, ninety six. So it was. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, early. it goes back earlier. Back yeah, like there, the, the early stuff, not the, the more modern stuff. But yeah, the, I think the first two records we had there. So yeah, that stuff and. Okay. Oh, uh, he knew Hendrix. Like one one day I was watching a skate video and he came in. Oh, that's Hendrix in that video. And he gave me his Hendrix records and Motorhead and all that stuff. Yet some good stuff. Hell yeah! Great awesome. Awesome. Uh, you know, we're like wondering Rammstein? maybe we go and see Watchtower together. Guess who likes Rammstein? Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait. I did I just hear you say you and your dad went and saw Watchtower together? No, we're thinking about going. Uh, they had oh yeah, yeah. And okay. I asked him, "Hey, want to go watch?" Is it the Austin, Texas show? Ah, no, no, no. They play in Germany. They, oh, they Germany. In Germany. Okay, okay, cool, cool. It's awesome. like a one, one off yeah, European show and at a festival, whatever. And yeah, might Please. be other bands there, but I'm like, ah, I want to see Ron Yatsam back. Like, fuck. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, what how how many people could say I'm, I went to a Watchtower show with my dad? <laughs> like, you got to take that opportunity, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's cool as shit, dude. Okay, so the um, like you were saying, I, you mentioned your big brother too. So, um, when did you decide you actually wanted to get an instrument? Was it what was your first instrument? When did you get it? What age? All that stuff. Mm, that's a bass. I only play, ever played bass, and I think uh, age fourteen or something. Like uh, my my friends and I, who I was hanging out with they were like ah we should form a band and one guy already had a guitar so it was clear he had a guitar player the other guy wanted to play drums and like, ah, can you sing sing or play bass and i was like okay yeah, i guess i'll play bass <laughs> no shit okay so and then then that the, makes me want to rewind on you again bro because i want to i want to know where you fell in love with music and what bands you fell in love with because 14 is kind of a big jump it's kind of I like to, because by the time you're 14 and you're joining a band, you're already in love with the music you're listening to, mm -hmm. listening to. You and your friends are already, you know, passing bands and projects back and forth. Like, tell us about falling in love with music itself and like your origin. Really like all, all the, yeah, probably those CDs from my older brother and the record collection from my, of my father, kind of mm -hmm. like uh, just going there and I don't really remember any favorite bands that I would stick to for too long. It was more like, okay, going through all that, listening to what's out there and like getting there's not 
uh, more more music than on the radio, radio kind of, because it was always stuff that was a bit more underground or to rock to be on the radio and stuff. And yeah. I, I just liked going through that stuff and finding shit. Nice. Did you, so was, was Scorpions a big band for your family or for your dad and stuff? No. Like because uh, first time I heard Scorpions, I was maybe in my twenties, except of uh, Wind of Change. So I <laughs> only knew Wind of Change and always thought uh, they were a cheesy band, and I was like, what? They were sick that's in the seventies and eighties. That's like Crazy. them and them and Rammstein, like the biggest German bands, probably, right? Would that would you say for yeah, like kind of, metal, yeah. rock and metal? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, me, I had kind of like a resurgence of Scorpions probably about five years ago, and the guitar yeah, player is fucking them. great, dude. Yeah. It's like, like cool, I remember yeah. just like trying to learn this. I was like, I'm gonna, like, I like Wins or just um, like Uli Roth, dude. Uh, yeah. dude he's so good. Say I was like, song, such a great song, right? Oh yeah, dude. There's. Yeah. God, I think yeah, I want to. I want to give awesome. Nutsack ears, aka Josh. Oh, I want to give him some fucking love because he he uh, showed me the early Scorpion records oh, yeah. and, and made oh, yeah. me realize, like, oh yeah, yeah. no, you got to go back. And grow and shit. I feel like we got to stretch Josh's ears for a second because that was like <laughs> important, dude. It just all all kinds of Scorpions back in the day. Dude. No, he she was about the it's a Lonesome Crow. That song, I'm going virgin mad. Killer and all that. A virgin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, it was kind of like uh, I don't know if you heard Clemens like back in the day, like uh, they were almost like a prog, like Pink Floyd kind of style rock. Yeah, band. yeah, the earlier stuff, right? Some crows, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember like yeah, me and, uh, yeah. Go ahead. When when I found out about them, I went digging and was like, oh fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only would use them on that one cheesy wind of change song. <laughs> then found out how great they were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, wish I heard them earlier. <laughs> no, yeah. definitely. No, they had very One extensive change. Break it all. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, <laughs> you know what music is great from Germany that I listen to all the time that I've always it's Tangerine Dream. Oh uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, electronic 70s shit, dude. I still do this day. That's got a vibe for sure, dude. Yeah. Oh, I love all that stuff, dude. Yeah, so many good bands. Necrophages, what, what, is Robert Schroeder, Robert Schroeder, whatever. There's like another, there's like so many, dude. Necroph, what's that? What's that? Never heard of it. It's necrophagist. It's like this, like kind of like hard rock, like rock band. Yeah, it's like really obscure. Nobody knows them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody only talks about other German tech bands. <laughs> <laughs> what if? Why isn't <laughs> anybody said like necrop halfagist? <laughs> 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 They're like not not, not taking the pH. Like, I think it cut that cut it between the P and the H becomes <laughs> necrop halfagist. Ne 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 Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, That's so cool. that's your teenage angst and music and all that. I, you didn't even. Yeah, say that I, I guess after that in uh, like fifth grade and shit, uh, Linkin Park and uh, hmm. I guess. Some Marilyn Manson songs were cool, like the Hollywood record I owned. That was, that was sick, to be honest. Mm -hmm, as a mm -hmm. twelve-year-old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And which oh, uh, was, wait, Marilyn Manson? Um, shit, what was the one that I fucking fell in love with, dude? Probably Antichrist. Antichrist. No, the one with no? like the the drugs. It's all about the drugs. Um, That's what. Well, he has the, the where no, he's got that. He's got the he's naked the with, with the, no nipples and the yeah. Ken doll vagina. Or the, yeah, yeah, that the record. Nipple star. No, it's before that. I think it was that. 
No, it's, it's a, a dope don't show. Like dope the show. Drugs, but the drugs. Like like dope show was it called? Dope show. Yeah, the, I don't know if it was called Dope Show, but that song's on that record. And I recently listened to it again, and it's a fucking killer record, still, dude. Oh. Like the is music, the music, uh, Mechanical Animals. Yep, there it is. Maniacal yeah. or Mechanical. Mechanical, mechanical animals. animals. Yep, that yeah. album actually. I'll Who's still that? back that. I'll Who's back that, that album again. Marilyn Manson. Wait, the dope show. Oh, we are okay. That song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that album yeah, actually has some fucking killer tracks on it, dude. I don't give like Antichrist Superstar is one of the uh, the albums, one of the only albums I had as a kid. Along with like, like a, I was like trying to like yeah. be cool too. So I was getting like that. I was getting that like a hip hop like popular like Mace and Puff Daddy. So the, the kids were listening to it, and then mm-hmm. I got Antichrist. I got my uh, Catholic grandmother to buy all this stuff. And Antichrist superstar and shit at Circuit City <laughs> in and New she Mexico. And she still and she didn't know. It. She's she like, didn't know. she's like, all right. And then my dad just, the my dad the saw the whatever. Antichrist superstar and he's just like, sick dude. That's the live, the live version. There's that live album around that time with Antichrist superstar. Have you heard that one? No, I don't think I've. No, I haven't heard that one because my dad sick, the original. It's pretty sick. My <laughs> girlfriend got that. Uh, sounds fucking massive. It's yeah, really yeah, great, yeah. Great, well, he's I, I never like liked really I like Nine Inch Nails a lot and like other industrial skinny puppy and other shit, but mm-hmm. I never it wasn't on Trump TV. <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. liked Marilyn Manson. Like I just couldn't. I try. It was like around when I was in high school. Like it was a big thing and all this. There was... And I was just like, eh. but you know what I did like? It was just the one part. My, my only part of Marilyn Manson I like is the. On the beautiful people, it's like beautiful people. That was a crazy music video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just that like that's that one part. I love the guitar, like the guitar in that song, and then that they had like like uh, operatic like like in the background. Yeah, that video was cool. Yeah, I I never like his style of like how he was. I was kind of like, whoa, okay, uh, it's a little too much. But like the music, I mean, I was a kid, but the music, I was like, it's cat. They did an arrhythmics cover too. He always reminded me of Mike Blankovich. I can't believe I, you know what I'm talking about. I can't believe I, I believed the rib thing for a second too. Dude. Oh, I know. And everyone in every high school across the United States was like, "Oh, he removed a rib to blow himself." And I was like, "Yes." And everyone knows that if you, it fits in. I don't know if you did. You guys get ever get that? That uh, there there was a rumor like that. There was a cr- nationwide. Everyone in yeah. the nation was like, you "Ask someone from Oklahoma." Wait, like, oh yeah, Mar- did Marilyn Manson like he like removed a rib to like blow himself right that's like what that like i was like in high school everyone would talk about this and i was like how where did this come from i don't there was no internet if everyone's saying it it must be true you know like someone took a plane and just like to every state just like dude this fucking this happened this happened this happened like there was no internet there was no twitter (laughs) there was no instagram there was no like and everyone knew it and i was like huh yeah the logic behind it is so funny because somebody would have had to like witness it and then pass it along and then that would have to spread across the fucking world and it's like, not obviously not maybe true. he tells it when he's on coke yeah i mean actually if you're if you do enough like coke, guy, maybe if you do yeah, enough yeah. coke you will tell somebody i'm you know what fuck it dude i'm gonna i'm gonna take a rib out i i gotta suck my own dick dude i, I mean, know he's in some weird trouble right now and stuff but like he's like there's a oh, video of him like a long time ago there's there, no there's a, a oh, yeah he's got some fucking he's some got shit. some agulation agulations 
what do you call them? Allegations. Allegations. All- alligators. Yeah. Um, but like <laughs> there is a there's a, a compilation of him like owning reporters and stuff or people like he's been on like talk shows and stuff, and he is very well spoken and puts all of them in their be- in their place. Like they're like when Columbine happened, they're like, Oh, you think you're you're like responsible for this, right? And he's just and he like just owns just turns it around. He's like, I think it's the parents that aren't talking to their kids and I don't know. He like says yeah. a bunch of shit and it's just like it's like the reporter's like, Well, next next question. It's <laughs> like it's like so just ruins them. I'm right. really sorry. I'm really sorry to extend the Marilyn Manson weeds, but I just remembered another fucking oh. thing, which was he was the best friend on the Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that's right. You remember that one, dude? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, movie? Well, yeah. That's, well, that, that was another like a uh, uh, rumor that he actually is the kid that was the best friend on the Wonder Years. Was dude. he? Like, or no? I don't that's know if he actually is. was. But I'm oh, just so saying these are American the rumors TV. that I remember hearing oh. at that time, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never he actually in, did. He, the, he stars in a uh, Quentin Dupier movie. I think you know Quentin Dupieux. Oh yeah, yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Nah, Dupieux, uh, like uh, the guy that did Robber, the uh, movie about the sorry <laughs> the tire. Uh, that's the English German. Uh, ah, yeah. Meld right there. He's like he's saying it in a weird way, so it's probably Quentin. So I know Quentin. So Tarantino, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> that's how only my... one for Quentin. You're like brain works exactly. fucking Kill Bill? No, he wasn't in Kill Bill, dude. <laughs> no, nah, he was. Yeah, I guess he was. Made <laughs> Robin. Oh my god. So, so he was in it though. You said that, I mean he's in a lost or lost boys, a lost the David Lynch, right? He did the music for it, right? Or was he in it too? Oh, lost he did? Highway. No. Lost Highway. Yes, he did. He, he was also involved in the uh soundtrack as well. He he did uh I think he did an exclusive song for that, or maybe multiple. But Lost Highway is fucking killer. Don't get me started. Why did you I know, do no, that? No, no, it's, it's not good. Uh, yeah, don't oh, get geez. me. You got my brain working differently all of a sudden. So we need to get out of these weeds before I fucking this will fuck you more. That off, yeah. This one right here. I mean, really, what? Okay, no, nope, nope. Never <laughs> mind. Nope. He's gonna be like, oh, dude, Dave Lynch, dude. Fuck dude, no, no. Lost Highway is just the thing that you're gonna break me up on. So fucking move on, please. I'm gonna go yeah, pee. Yeah. Move on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, uh. Maryland, so Marilyn Manson. So you're listening to that kind of Lincoln Park, Marilyn Manson. So were you in the like? Well, now that Anthony's gone, I can just go through this real quick. But yeah. the Maryland, like a new metal phase. Did you go through any new metal phase and then move on? Yeah, from like there? Every, everybody in school kind of was. So like, yeah, right. Lincoln okay. Park system with a down and that stuff that came out in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess then we were old enough to like trade CDRs and shit. And I guess now nah, we didn't have internet back then. Don't, uh, I think just by uh, burn CDRs and CDs that you would buy at the shops right here. Yeah, yeah, and just bring it, put it on your computer, burning. I had, I had a POD CD, I remember now, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> never, yeah. never knew it was Christian new metal. I just found out <laughs> yeah. about that like <laughs> some years ago. The funny thing <laughs> like, is, like I, oh. I saw them at Ozfest, and it was like it was POD, but it was like Ozfest, and the Ozfest was just the logo of Ozfest was a. A devil with an upside down cross going through its mouth, <laughs> and it was POD playing on that stage. And I was, I was, I was oh it was God. kind of funny. Yeah, I, was I, like, I had a Ozfest CD, I remember now. Oh, yeah, no, those, yeah, no, I had a couple yeah, like of those. The too. CDs from that, yeah, definitely. Completely yeah, definitely. So, after that, so after that yeah. style of music, so you're going through the you know, all the new metal stuff, and then what was the, the thing that kind of sparked you to get in the more 
something a little crazier because i know that's what a lot of people with new metal at that age it's kind of like it's just you know another rung of the ladder it's like what's crazier than this what's crazier than this was it like slipknot or something or where did you go from there i'm not sure about my timeline there i don't know if i first got the base and then got into harder stuff or the other way around but i, I quite think i already bought the base because my friends wanted to do that punk whatever band Mm -hmm. and then nobody stick with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was left with the bass and just kept trying and i have uh, like my best friend uh, or who became my best friend uh, was would live right around the corner and uh, he would sometimes play guitar so i could hear him out of the window and i think i just saw him with a nirvana cover band once and, okay okay uh, just nice. hit him up and was like hey dude man play guitar i have a bass and no idea how to use this wanna hang out and I took some lessons too, I remember, yes. My dad said, if I get a bass, I have to take lessons, and it wasn't the dumbest idea. So was it and Nirvana so, cover songs you were doing with, with him? I think we were just fucking around and trying to find uh, other people to make music with uh, right away. So I think mm -hmm. we played like once or twice together. We're like, I don't really know what to do now. And yeah. then we just uh, kept hitting up drummers and everything like went to um friends and just played in their living rooms uh, what they do as a 15 year old right and yeah. <laughs> one, one day uh, uh we just went for a break outside and uh the, the kid's dad came home and was pissed that the instruments were in his living room and threw them all down, down the staircase oh, Jesus! <laughs> my yeah. bass survived and my stuff but the guitar of my best friend was broken it was <laughs> that oh sucked my God. <laughs> sounds like a really chill guy yeah, nice dude. God, that's <laughs> never went back to his house. <laughs> that scared of him. Just sees instruments like they're like you guys are smoking like like meth yeah, it's like you guys are doing like, drugs. Yeah, crack in his living room or something. He's like, <laughs> everybody fucking get out. Yeah, and then destroys the crack pipes and AKA your fucking your tools. Your yeah, fucking your your instruments. Like that's crazy, man. That's that's a little right. little too much. Yep. <laughs> yeah. A little too much. <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's also a, uh, an experience that you're just gonna uh, that Clemens had to experience in his life. Yeah. And then, and then what? Trash living rooms, not trash hotel rooms. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where Monty, Motley Crue got the inspiration. Was yeah, yeah. Their, their dads broke their, broke their angry stuff. dads. <laughs> angry dads. Angry dads. <laughs> did did your did your shit get fucked up? Did you have to replace it? And things were uh, broken. My best friend's stuff? guitar had to get replaced, but my shit was all good. I think I took my bass with me. I'm not sure about it. Uh, he definitely threw my little combo amp that I had. But it survived. So yeah, fuck that thing. As long as the base is all right. <laughs> exactly. But no, it wasn't broken either. So all good for me. But my best friend, I, I think he still kept the picture of that guitar in his purse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nuts, poor guy. And that was he his, got a new guitar. That was his dad who did it. No, no, it's like oh, some, okay. uh, another friend's dad. Wow, he man. tried to jam there because she said it's like big living room you just went there and well, she said it's okay and then we went outside for to have a break and <laughs> hey dad hey dads that are listening to this don't fucking do that please if you see you're very common i don't think i know i was just gonna say just don't fucking be that <laughs> yeah. guy yell at us if, if you slow. your kid is getting creative with other people in your house let that shit happen dude put in some fucking earplugs dude go fucking you know on the other side of the house like let them 
be creative because dude like having a safe space like that for i'd much rather have my kids in my house jamming you know having people over if 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 trev liver literally was like dude i want to start a band my garage i'm i'm i actually would get super excited about it and like we're gonna fucking do it right yeah yeah yeah. we're gonna do it right dude Uh, i totally disagree i totally disagree i I think you should be like totally uh, no i'm gonna send them down to rehearsal generator studios i I think that like you should be totally just pissing off your whole family by the music you're playing you know (laughs) it should be like torture for them that's never yet really torture them (laughs) yeah it's like that. I, think I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate just to be funny, but like, no, for you sure. know, it's like, but it's like, you know, it's like if you're like playing in this band, you're a kid and your dad's like, yeah, fucking sick. You're going to get to a point where you're like, hi, oh, like, I'm not really into this anymore. I don't know. Like, I'm, oh, you're not gonna <laughs> like my dad's all into it. I don't know. Like, I'm so you're like, saying if your dad, you should walk in and just be like, you're going to fail. Just your dad leave. should just walk in and shake his head and just be like, you suck. This is terrible. And then you're like, yeah, let's keep jamming. Yo, here's a real drummer, and he pulls up YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. Phil Collins. Yeah, you do, you do, you do, you do. God, God. Which, by the way, Phil Collins is a great drummer, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah I know. But that's, a dad, that's a dad drummer it's to pull up. I've seen it. Like, I, I used to teach a lot of music, and like, sometimes, I mean, it's something that the kids don't like, but they get to an age where they're like, they, they're like teenage years, and they realize, oh, shit, like, my parents. They're all rocking out to Nirvana, and then the kids are like, "I need something different. I need like, <laughs> I need to put on that like Drake shit." And then the parents are like, "Oh God, turn that off." And then the kids are like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying what where I'm yeah. at is I would I would want to just create the it, the space, and then I'm not going to be involved after that. Just create the space, and then they can do however they please with it. But it would just feel good for me as a dad to be like, I I know that my kid wants to be creative and here's just a space for them to do it, you know, and eventually it'll turn into beers and weed and all that shit. And then I'll be like, when are you guys 18? All right, let's smoke some weed, dude. Sounds like a San Francisco parent, dude. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm waiting for. My kid to turn 18 so I can just start partying with him, dude. (laughs) It's like you can have this beer if you do all these chores, dude. We can have a beer together underage. (laughs) But no, that's, I mean, yeah, I understand. I don't, you know, obviously, like any of us besides Anthony here, I was not raised, raided, raised uh, children. Um, But like, you know, obviously you have a different perspective on it uh, from that. I do think. I think it's like a half and half from what Casey's saying in the joking way Casey was saying that. But like there's gotta be like you got I don't know. I don't know what to do with like, like, bacon, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want them to like knows what to do. But the thing is like when you're if you play exactly music already though, if you play music already though, like I think every person that we've had on the podcast, and prove me wrong, was a musician. I mean, that had parent musicians, they all looked up to them. They all thought that they were sick and they wanted to do what they were mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. So like if you I think the only way to like really positively influence them is be like, dude, Lead that's awesome. Example. I play music too. You know, and then like cuz music's universally cool. Like everyone loves music. It's, you know, there's people that don't and they're sociopaths, but I think that overall like if you're if your dad or mom is like a your mom's a pianist or whatever, guitar whatever, classical guitar player or whatever, and your dad's like a drummer or whatever. They what doesn't matter. Like 
as long as one of them is doing it a lot in this podcast, I've noticed that's really influenced, you know, uh, the kids that have been on this, you know, when they were kids and they were like, they weren't like, I'm going to rebel against my dad's jazz. Yeah, they, like, they were like, wait, I'm a musician now, but it wasn't because of my parents who were musicians. Nah, fuck yeah, that. Yeah. I hated well, music. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. Okay, no, okay. We've never heard that. We've never heard that. Yeah. So the point is, the last point I want to say about this is, is and then I'll go back into my little hole is basically like, <laughs> like okay, I never disrespected the parents of the pa- or the, the the music of the past. Like I was like, oh Motown and all the stuff that my parents can you know brought to the table. I was like, oh yeah, like and even like mm-hmm. all the folk music and Peter Paul and Mary and you know yeah, Simon yeah. Garfunkel and all this. I'm like, hell yeah, dude, this is great. I, but I don't like need to play Simon and Garfunkel. Like that's not like what I'm gonna yeah. do, you know. But like, but I respect that. It's totally cool. Yeah. The Beatles and stuff. Um, but I just got to say, like, you know, like playing, like, say, like, jamming odious stuff back when we were in high school like with David, like, in front of my parents, like, here's our first song we wrote, and them just watching us kind of just bobbing their heads, but really confused, like, mm-hmm, we don't, yeah. we don't like, like this, like, mm-hmm. at all, or my sister, like, having to leave all the time where we, we would jam, and just like, yeah. hey, can we jam, and just pissing everybody off, like, <laughs> kind of like made it super fun in a weird way and then like years later like you know being like oh i'm i'm just teaching guitar now and me and my friend are going to play like hotel california for my parents you know and it's like this is like 10 years later and and they're like all like excited like yeah yeah i remember i've listened to it way not as cool 300 times as playing you know death metal in front of your parents like it's way more fun it's it's cool that's a good point you make because it's cool that you you played the crazy death metal in front of them and then you play a song that they know but like you do well at it they're like and they're like oh shit you're an actual musician i thought it was just that was true too (laughs) exactly like oh you can actually play music i didn't even know that yeah yeah well it's it's like all right and the last thing i I know i we keep adding to this and clemens has not spoken in a while and i'm sorry that's fine that's fine um it's literally like how anal cunt sounds to anybody (laughs) is how death metal sounds to uh, any parent Uh, ordinary yeah yeah like when when you play even if you were to play suffocation to our parents there's a barrier that it that it won't be able to cross to where it just sounds like anal cunt (laughs) you know (laughs) it's just loud yeah it's just distorted there's no rhythm to them they don't know what the rhythm is they have no idea it's just all madness it all literally it's no different it's no different so that's just a bit it's it's a language barrier kind of like how we had in the beginning of this podcast where we had german plugs (laughs) (laughs) no it's true no that's yeah it's just definitely something you need to it's like it's like scientology almost you need to like go through like your thetans (laughs) and like move up to understand dude i got i got rid of all my thetans i can totally understand pierce from within now dude the levels though you need to like you need to go through the levels like tom cruise needs to like guide you through levels and then like once you get past like slayer then you're like all right now i can handle like cannibal corpse maybe or something you know you can't just go like like we've talked about a million times you can't just go like you know lincoln park to you know i mean we've had that on the podcast where people are like i listen to like you know deftones and then i went to like fucking spawn of possession immediately like, yeah he's like jumping on? like 13 levels of thetans or whatever the fuck it is dude like, be like i'm a level 47 level. scientologist right out the gate dude just fucking <laughs> yeah. from one to 47 dude All right. 
so Joseph isn't here. So yeah, so so yeah, let's get back to Clemens. Uh, so yeah, uh, Anthony, you want to ask a question? That no, be- you ask a question. You, you ask a question, off, dude. I don't know, man. Uh, no, so just get you know, in the timeline. We're, uh, we're still in teenage years, bro. Right, so we yes, haven't even gotten to the first band yet. All right, perfect. So yeah, so yes, continue from forever. forever. <laughs> continue. That's the question. <laughs> continue. Question mark. Uh, yeah, I think we just uh, uh, reacted to some post-its that were hanging around uh, in I think the youth club or wherever, and so we basically found two other guys, a drummer and the keyboarder, who wanted to play some metal too. <laughs> And we met up with them, and then I think Richard, my best friend, had uh, some classmates, or I don't know where you met them. Classmates, doesn't matter. And who were a little bit older than us, and mm-hmm. suddenly we were a seven-piece black metal band. And I don't a seven-piece really know- black metal band just out <laughs> yeah. of nowhere, just appears, yeah. dude. I remember the, uh, like uh, I think we did a rehearsal in our youth club, and basically it was first meeting them and was like, yeah we play black metal and then the keyboard guy did some shit in there yeah so a seven piece so you got a keyboard player <laughs> all the shit player, all the awesome shit player. like yeah everything <laughs> a black yeah, metal yeah. band doesn't need uh, two singers or all, the... uh, <laughs> all the local yeah. uh, local band type shit and, yeah ah we have another friend come in those four drummers and three singers. Yeah, the, the keyboarder would always uh, bring in the girls he tried to date. So, hey, you can sing in my band. And oh, God. God. Some female vocals. But, but uh, it all never happened. So I think uh, we started playing some shows, and it was actually cool. Like, uh, in my hometown, we have a quite a big black metal scene. It was like uh, the first East German band where Mayhem played in 1990. Oh, or shit. First or second, second, I think. So... Yeah, so we had quite a big black metal scene and stuff, and by that, I guess we slipped into that scene, and that was awesome, kind of, because mm-hmm. like it, from the age 15 on, we were exposed to all the underground shit that was great. Yeah. Uh, ah, I remember one, one CD, I remember this one. It's the best shit from my hometown, DeVace. Oh, man. I, I love love underground shit, and that looks underground as fuck. And now I, you're talking black metal, and it's all that makes me excited, too. So I, I that. Yeah, but this, this is right death metal. This is death metal. Oh, okay. Either way. I thought I thought that was the black metal band. But so that is that your first release you were on? No, 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 no. That's the, the oh. first death metal album I ever heard. And we were like, uh, that's. I think that was even before we started at Black Metal Band. I just remembered it and wanted to tell it. It was like we heard it, and it was the guitar teacher of my best friend, and that's his band. And he let's gave see, Let's see that. Let me see that one more time. I want to see that. Let's give it. So is his user. Okay. Damn, dude. Never Last seen that. That makes, me, that makes me. So is it, what what uh, style is it in? Like, who would you compare it to? It's like. Uh, a bit uh, malevolent creation style, kind of mm-hmm. a, a mix, like a typical German thing that every is a little bit uh, a different micro genre. But there's some really great riffs on there, and I remember we sat in uh, the uh, room of my friend and listened to it, and we were like, "Okay, that's adult music. We don't understand that shit at all." <laughs> it was like way <laughs> too much for us, but yeah. it stick because it was like, "Okay, once you're good, maybe you can play death metal." Because the guitar teacher was doing that shit, and we were like, okay. "Right." 
that's probably the goal where we have to go. <laughs> and so when we cool. got introduced uh, to our black metal scene and stuff and started playing some little shows locally and stuff, um, there were always the, the older guys, of course, like constantly pick the older guys' brains, what good metal they knew. And uh, there were like uh, those big CD stands where you could buy CDs for five euros. So I think I bought Misery Index, uh, the Retaliate album, the Dying mm -hmm. Pieces Destroy the Opposition and Pick Destroyers, uh, Prowler in the Yard. Ooh, like, that's a great, that's a first, great triple pick right there, dude. Yeah, like uh, one of the first buys I did there was like, ah, just yeah. by uh, people telling me, yeah, that's really sick and that's really sick. Okay, I'll take those, whatever. And and that's crazy that you picked Misery Index and Dying Fetus and, you know, uh, Sparky was the common yeah, both, yeah. there, right? Yeah. Love his lyrics. To be honest, I'm a little bit sad that uh, Dying Fetus uh, doesn't have uh, Netherlands lyrics anymore. Yeah, but Prowler in the Yard too. That 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 record right there. Um, that's a kick in the face it, when you discover. Prowler I was in dead the scared yard. of Prowler in the Yard. <laughs> I remember coming home a little bit drunk and, and listening to it, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Was so was a great I actually but really scary. It was great. Literally yeah. got scared from Prowler in the Yard because I had Just purchased the intro, that record. No. Yeah, that that was scary as shit. But at, uh, mid record or close to mid record, there's just a J.R. Hayes um, acapella that happens, yeah, yeah. and he's screaming. And if if you're not, I was dozing off to Pig Destroyer, which is funny to say. Like I was falling asleep <laughs> to them, and I was just violently shook out of this half sleep that I was in from this jr uh acapella and it, it was something that sent shivers down my spine uh very involuntarily and genuinely and that is actually when i fell in love with that album like this is something that totally fucking jerked it just it just sent some crazy electricity into my fucking reality for a second yes. and i'm just like oh fuck okay pay attention yeah, same for me, yeah. drunk after I bought it. Like, man, it's, it's a whole experience. It's not just like the other stuff that you listen to. That's, yeah, it's cool, and you listen to it, and it's fine, but it really was like a horror movie from the intensity. It, yeah, that intro is just so... The, some of the creepiest shit, if you really tra read the transcription and listen to what they're saying, <laughs> yeah. it's one of the creepiest things that's happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never heard... Like cannibal corpse can be talking about coming from their dick or whatever, but it doesn't matter when you when you coming. From, oh, I mean, coming from, from their foot, coming like on their... whatever, coming blood from their dick. That's what I meant. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then you hear that intro. Jennifer wrestled her friend playfully to the ground, and you're just like, wait, what? Jennifer's wrestling her friend playfully to the ground. Yeah, it's much more playful language, yeah, right? Here. Yeah, yeah. And then you get into it, and she's like licking her eyeballs out of her sockets and shit. And you're just like, whoa, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck is really going on in this intro, yeah. dude? I mean, that that album still just to this day, you got, I mean, I was, I was peeing, but you guys like talk about the artwork. The artwork yeah, of the okay. album. One of the, the most. Yeah, I mean, straight to you. That, that still scares cover me. art is. Like, it scares me. 
it's I like it. Though. It's actually disturbing. It's really disturbing. It's like uh, it's like those dudes on his own leg off, leg off while he's staring at you with like this like creepy that, smile. That stare, that smile, yeah, that, that whole face that he does or whatever that captures. Like I still that's stuck in my head since the day I saw it. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, it's like this probably the scariest cover I've ever seen because everyone else is just like. Oh, it's scary. They're like gory or something. Like, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. that one in the Bruharia with the head cut off, the actual head that's cut off, like from the right. cartel. That one, that one's like, yeah. that was that was out back in the 90s. So I remember like going through like, you know, like records and stuff when I was a kid. And then my brother was just all, dude, this man is sick. And it was just, it's just a, a cartel member holding a chopped off head as the fucking, a real one. Just as the cover. Side like, note, that chick is tearing it up on that new shit. I've heard a couple of new Bruharia, or not full, like little snippets of new Bruharia. She's fucking... Chick? Wait, in Bruharia? Yeah, the vo- the newest vocalist is female. Oh, dude, I don't... fucking tearing it up, dude. They're anonymous, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Dig back into <laughs> it, bro. If you're going to cite them, you need to fucking see what they're doing currently. Yeah, I mean... It was basically like like Mexican Fear Factory. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, was it was Mexican. grindy. It was grindy as but like, fuck. No, but then it had like yeah, a Dino. Yeah, it had like a Dino style to it, though, a Fear Factory style to it. Which not what I heard. They're fucking. They're grinding right they're now. Old, bro. They're old stuff. Yeah, the, the old stuff. Yeah, yeah but... something like the newer stuff was kind of like it was like basically Dinos in the band. So like doing all the Dino like picking attacks and stuff. But like they had the grindy stuff for sure too back in the day for of course but like yeah when dino joined for a little while like you couldn't tell it was dino or anything just like the mask and then like dino <laughs> anyways <laughs> but no Braheria as a kid that was like one of the first death metal bands my brother showed me when it was like trying to get me in he was slowly trying to show me stuff like more aggressive stuff because i was in my slayer sepultura phase and he handed me that album and i was like well i don't really want to listen to it because of that fucking cover and i'm a child so this is like, like I'm not. That's too much, man. Yeah, I don't want to see like a Faces of Death cover. I'm not like, fuck yeah, dude. I want to see then, like a fun, weird, gory thing, not like a serious one. And then like, just a few la- years later, all you would come across is Faces of Death covers. You uh, know? I know, I know. Uh, faces of Death is that should be that should be illegal because when I was a kid, I was like. No, I know, but like, see, like, friends had faces of death when you were a kid. Like, you go to a friend's house that has a faces of death DVD or something or a VHS back then. That and like, watching thing. that at a young age, I think it's terrible. I think that's the worst thing. I know we like, all fucked each other up with that. Yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> like the first time I saw like that one politician shoot himself in the face in front of, I was like, sick, dude. That's my thoughts for four months now. That's, that's even though tight. it was, a, even I, though I corrected Joel. Oh yeah, you. Oh, Casey. I'm yeah, going to we were on tour. We we're about to leave for a tour or something at Casey's house, and that one video of the horse like boning the guy, and it was called Mr. Hands or something. That and, guy like, died, right? Suppose. Yeah, I, I've heard whatever. Some Tom Segura was talking about the other day where he didn't die, but I don't. I don't care because <laughs> not from that video. I didn't one see it, famous. but it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So you know the history, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, there's I'm, a I'm horse really in the BCR, there's a, guys. There's a really there's a really famous it was like first it was the two girls one cup and then it was the Mr. Hands and that was like the the horse and the guy and supposedly like a, the horse kills the guy during during a uh, coitus 
And if uh, you had two things to pick for the rest of your life to jerk off to, which one would you pick, Mister Hands I, I or two girls, off. one cup? I couldn't jerk off. It would not. Be, it wouldn't just wouldn't happen. Because I mean, Casey's no. I never saw it. Casey saw it. He randomly clicked a link in SN, like the forums. He he's like, I'm interested. Look, why is everyone talking about this? He wants to know what Mister Hands. It's called Mister Hands. It's not like yeah, that's, that's thing. so. That's so. Um, Indirective or like you know what i'm yeah, saying like, Han- it's like oh mr hands like what, what, what could it be and that was just a be? horse yeah. guy with his wiener and uh <laughs> fucking casey woke me up he woke me up when he saw it he was so fucked up he was like dude i just saw the most fuck you like woke me up he's like i'm not gonna show you i'm not gonna I'm like i don't want to see like, like from your reaction he's all dude i just saw the most fucked up thing i'm like fucked up forever now he was like freaking out and in the room with me just going like dude this is the worst forever thing, the thing i've ever watched he was like a stupid like he felt he like started freaking out i'm like cool well I don't think this is good for humans to watch. Yeah, no. This is not a good thing. But people would be like, try to out. It's like with death metal, people would do it with death videos. They'd be like, yeah, you know, try to. Oh, this is the craziest new video. This, yeah. this like Russian soldier getting caught and beat with a hammer. And I was like, and look at news. me. And then the person's always like, look at me watching it. Like it's not <laughs> affecting me. And you're just like, look how tough like, I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Like, and that's on? the whole you competition. Know? It's like, uh, it's not traumatizing me is it traumatizing you you know it's like the fuck guys like we don't need the to see any of that they're like they're like <laughs> they're like i'm more like what the fuck is like, <laughs> my life is different yeah we've changed he, he, the guy and i was that guy and i don't want to talk about it anymore because i had some crazy fucking videos i've sold them on ebay they were one of them yeah. sold for like Eighty-five dollars, dude. Used. Well, you had a video. You didn't make a video. Let's be clear. Oh, I totally was <laughs> the producer. Direct numbers. Because <laughs> <laughs> you made it seem like, dude, I got some videos, dude. I, I had sold. some shit, and and I also met people later on in life that had even more crazy shit. And I'm just like, dude, like, why make a collection of such negativity? You know, such such There's poison, some sort of psychological redemption or uh, serotonin bo- or something they get from it. There's got to be. It really is like that pre-frontal uh, lobe development that guys the get, primal. where they're just like mm, testosterone <laughs> only, bro. Like fucking, who's fucking the toughest? You know? Yeah. Oh, that is. That's yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. It's kind of like the music where it was like, "Oh, you're listening to Slipknot still? Well, I'm listening to Deicide." Yeah. Pussy. Who's the toughest? Like... Dude, like, who can it? Who could withstand more? Whatever. You know. Yeah, that's the same. I think that's the same thing. Same part of the brain. I would say for sure. It is. It yeah. is. And then it's us like trying to flex. Like, check out. Can you handle can it? With him, <laughs> dude. Guy killing himself at the fucking podium, dude. Watch the blood come out of his nose, dude. Come on. No, don't look away, dude. Just fucking watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's, it's totally so stupid. Is. It's so it's fucking It's like the same as like joining dude. a fight club, kind of. It's just like, all right. It's like, ow. It's like, oh, it hurts you, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, don't fucking... <laughs> ow? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. It's testosterone. Okay. It is. It is. We got it. Yeah, yeah. We're okay. all fucking dumb fucking apes, dude. That's we all figured, we are, dude. We figured it out just on live on the podcast. What it is? It's, it's metal. <laughs> is the same thing as those people that showed you the extreme videos. Metal same is thing. actually, I think, different because I think that metal is a way of release you can actually it. like. Um, <laughs> Metal has some art behind it, right? And some more productivity than just showing videos, right? Yeah, 
exactly like showing other people's stuff you're actually creating something and you're yeah, being yeah. creative it's not yeah, just like hey, cut off head unless <laughs> it's you stop cutting off heads but <laughs> i hope you don't do that so hey cut off head dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude what, what'd you have for dinner dude you know <laughs> i know no i think yeah. that's true it's a it's a it's a better outlet to like take out that extreme energy which i think is the same it can go either way yeah. it could be like showing people like what you said like showing people a crazy video or it could be showing people a crazy maybe video. we all play death metal because we all saw those uh cases of bullshit and stuff and started our oh, caucus has the same but we have the positive release in it right i would <laughs> love I think... if someone if all of death metal was big enough where we could do like a study on like if people that have seen that kind of shit when they were young like the percentage of them that went into uh, death yeah. metal <laughs> like whoa dude, you might be right dude yeah. like it might be true i might it it definitely makes sense like once you're uh exposed to certain imagery whether or not you um fully connect with it at the time you might come across it again and be like oh yeah that was actually kind of cool you know you you end up finding like the cooler parts of it like yeah dude fucking hack hacking people to death is actually kind of cool looking when you look at a mortician record you know <laughs> or something like that it, oh, it, it just it, like softens it for you to kind of be yeah like, right, yeah after after the traumatizing moment like then then maybe um it's a protection thing that happens with our brain that we make it a little more s fluffy and soft when we see it again you know yeah and then we then that's maybe dude we're fucking breaking some shit open the like why is uh there's so many like horror comedies you know yeah yeah like, yeah oh like, yeah it's like a protection for the comedy part it is it's totally like we're gonna give you some fucking brutal gore but there's gonna be some comic relief you know yeah and and i think that it is like us wanting to get as close to being traumatized as we possibly can but then being like ah we could pull that back now yeah yeah that's like like Look at how funny that is, dude. Look, there's no way that much blood would come out of his eyes right there. Come on, dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think there's a connection for sure. Definitely. I mean, music-wise, too, you have that in your brain. Like, you've seen those crazy things. And then, like, at the same time, your music's getting crazier and crazier. And then you're seeing other bands kind of talk about the crazy things. And you're like, well, I've seen that. And I want to progress and get crazier, you know, in the crazier music. And it kind of, like, kind of just is like a two trains meeting each other. And just fucking kind yeah. of goes into like i mean there are bands that like i think there's people that the people that were trying to show you that shit constantly like the whole court gore shit those are like they made gore grind bands they're like well, we'll make gore yeah. grind now it's like yeah it's like the people that like saw it and were like ah but they like wanted to like get better at music they just like what kind of went death metal like, yeah, and then could, yeah. then could put some gore on the covers and still show it to people yeah yeah they still show it they're like dude check it out <laughs> oh well like an album cover you're just like ah, yeah 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 <laughs> no no seriously it's like i mean i i see less of those nowadays i, I mean there's still every now and then i see them where i'm just everything like, has been said and done right yeah like, by the end of all... the 2000, it was dead yeah 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 everybody exactly. did everything and all the awful shit that could happen to a body was already on the cover. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly the coolest the cool i mean exhumed and all the and carcass mm -hmm. and all that Warmer, stuff that yeah. we're talking about like uh that all made an it's it's uh impact on me when i came across it and then like the uh 
County Medical Examiner Examiners. Do you guys oh, remember yeah. that band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Where it was actually a guy who was a county medical examiner in the band. <laughs> and they it was totally that like gore grind shit. Stuff, and, right? and, and, and like or... you'd buy it and there was like blood in like an actual like not actual blood, but like yeah, a yeah, fucking like say. a <laughs> squeezy like liquid in the CD and like a scratch and yeah. sniff of like dead body. And the funny thing like, with that too is like that's like fuck? that's hilarious what? like for us, but like to to watch us like laugh, go like oh shit, this is sick, and then show it to someone that has never seen it before. Just oh, like, dude, dude, it would be traumatizing, dude. <laughs> They'd be like, wait, this is actually like per- you can purchase this. That's like we need to call the police, dude. All yeah. three would the would best pathologies. Damn, it's like crazy. it's like there's like all kinds of people, like you know, your family and your parents, and you could be like, Yeah, like and they'd all just be like, Oh god, oh yeah, whatever. But like try showing it out to you, like your new girlfriend or like your new significant. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, how yeah, am I gonna explain? Like, okay, here's my CD collection. Yeah, what here's this band, like, here's yeah, here's this band incantation. And here's this yeah cd that i have that there's only 666 copies i think i have like 278 right. but there's smeared goat's blood on right. the fucking actual that's what they say it looks like dried blood guys i have a cd is it, is it like black, is it dry, black? Oh, it's brown it's, it's a brown streak that's across the inlay yeah, yeah. cd inlay it's not red it's literally like looks like dried blood. And I'm Joel like, had oh, something to say. How, how do you? How to explain it to someone that doesn't understand? Like a, yes. a significant other. Um, I mean, you just have to kind of do a mini podcast on them. You have to be like, okay, well, you've heard of Slipknot, right? You've heard of bands like this, okay? Like mm-hmm. you know, when you play an instrument or you're into an instrument or you're into the music, you kind of it turns into kind of like a like and i've seen this with like pretty much everyone that we've had on the podcast at a certain point where they're like and i've already said earlier which is like all right this is crazy what's an earlier what's not and like and the guy that shows you the next early thing he's the sick guy for the week right right (laughs) he showed you he shows you the next hardest thing and then just gets but i'm I'm, i always explain like you can't just like jump and it sounds so cocky to say something like that to someone you go like you're not you won't you don't get it you won't you won't get it like right off the bat but if but it you, actually you know, is the truth. It's it is the, truth. the truth, though. Oh, well, you look at their face and you're like, you don't get it. <laughs> like, so. yeah. But you say it because you had the same experience, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. a time thing. And I remember, like, I've, I've talked about it a million times where I hated. I heard death metal vocals for the first time. I was laughing my ass off. I was like, this is this isn't music. This is ridiculous. And I had my dad in my ear going like, he's a musician going like, the fuck is this shit? And it <laughs> you know? feels it feels pretentious. But I think that you, if somebody were to give you their time. I think that any of us could give somebody a natural uh, pathway into extreme metal if we just know where they're starting and then we start feeding them. You have to pick, you have to uh, meticulously pick bands. That's that's what it is. But I think that I have have faith in all four of us right now who's on this podcast right now that if we were given that task. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could actually successfully transition somebody into extreme metal. I do. I with Osa, I do it. She's already kind of open to the more like you know popular metal and stuff. And I'll I mean, just she's already like, she's already drinking tiki fusions, dude. Oh yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> she's already ahead of the game. But like, I'll, I'll, start drinking more water. 
<laughs> she is actually she's been drinking more water i can't say the same about lauren uh she doesn't like well <laughs> yeah i mean does she have any does she have any metal thing that she was into at all i feel like she probably hates the red hot chili peppers and <laughs> pearl jam more than death metal probably i don't even know who does that's so, so funny that you said that. Like, is she into metal? Oh, well, she fucking hates red hot chili. No, I'm just oh, saying, like, well, I'll do that start trying to get her in the middle. Like, the like, very early. Like, no, 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 she likes like other stuff. Just how's your uh, how's your lady? You got a lady? Mm-hmm. How's she with metal? Loves it. That's really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wait, no, like I said, Polarity is one of her favorite albums. Uh, yeah, I'm actually like Krellis and shit. Okay, I'm so blessed. I'm blessed we can listen to the same stuff together. That's cool. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it to us. I know we're on the t- we're actually not on the timeline at all because we're fucking <laughs> in the weeds like a motherfucker right Keywords, now. We're on the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we're talking about our chicks and and um all that, so your your lady was she into metal before she met you, or did you turn her? Of course she was. She was into metal, uh, and uh, I think like more stuff like Cradle of Filth, uh, a lot of gothic stuff too, <laughs> actually. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, and yeah, I, I remember that uh, she she visited me like really early, 12 years ago or something, and <laughs> I had brought a kin on the turntable. <laughs> she was nice. Like, what the fuck is up with that? And uh, <laughs> so by, by the time she graduated deeper and likes that stuff too now. Yeah, so did you yeah. guys meet did you just meet like in a metal environment or something, or was it online or how was it? Metal, yeah, like through friends and at shows. Shows, actually. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's really cool. Like, uh, in my hometown, we had a really active scene, and I saw a lot of bands. And uh, then I moved to Leipzig, where I still live now, and I can go to like three concerts a week if I want to. Yeah, that's like a, I mean, just I'm just jealous of uh. Of just the amount of metal that goes like Europe is metal is like a popular. I mean, I wouldn't say popular, but it's a very accepted style of music it's compared more to here. Important there yeah. than it is here, or yeah, it, yeah. I I I think that I know what Joel's saying, which is we all when it comes to being in the metal community, we are jealous of how you guys are over exactly. there. It's saying. it's very more uh like. You don't have to explain. You don't have to do the demo explanations. You don't have to do the explanations. It's like it's, it's more a of huge a pinnacle festival. of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They put way more into it, dude. Like finding like your guys's festivals literally. Yeah. Make yeah. Me, awesome. Make us so wish that we them. could come to Europe every summer, dude. Because you guys, profanities had a very prolific summer. Yeah, we were lucky. That was cool. You guys hit hit a bunch of festivals this year. Yeah, and I guess uh, some autumn festivals still as well, so that's cool. And a lot of those festivals, even I had heard about before, there's like so many like smaller ones with like, mm-hmm. I guess, 500 to 1,000 people, and they're scattered all over. So it's really cool. And you're like, whoa, Legion of the Damned are playing somewhere in Bavaria. What the fuck? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's, that's great. So yeah. Cool. And, yeah, get like to for, see a lot of good stuff at the moment. It's great yeah, for us to like get anything that's like legit, like which is a band that might play a thousand person festival there. They have to play like a hum- like the biggest one ever because we they gotta fly them out. They gotta mm-hmm. pay for everything. They gotta do everything for them. So like there, it's like you know, it's like not a 
obscure band that comes to America. That's the visa thing and everything. Like the visa, yeah, the visa process thing. and everything is so scary about America that, of course, not yeah. too many. Is there a way like around, like... I mean, with visas and stuff, so there's bands that like, I really want to come to America and stuff, and I've even talked to them about it. And they're like, it's so expensive, but they'll play one festival in America and then leave. So I must, there must be some sort of like, like period. I think that's... Where they... I'm not too sure, but I, I guess that it's maybe just like trying to get in for that one thing and yeah, and just being just like, we'll be out Try tomorrow. not to be Sorry. fucked and just don't <laughs> yeah. tell, yeah. just say you visit and yeah, otherwise. I think you always have to go to the, the visa process and hope not to get caught if you didn't. Because yeah, trying to get you, trying, go ahead. I think if you tour without a visa, uh, it's like ten years uh, that you can't get into the U.S. or something like that. So <laughs> the penalties are big. So yeah, it's wow. crazy and it's so expensive. Like there's bands that are like cool. Like they have to be a certain size or have a certain like. Yeah, uh, they, you yeah, have to pay have to... over a thousand bucks per person in advance. Yeah, yeah. Before it was plane tickets and everything, it. just to get get them over, and you could get denied. It's not like you're gonna mm -hmm. get over with that thousand dollars. It's like yeah, I've heard of friends like... from Europe that tried to tour already had uh, like backliners and shit booked, and then they couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah. It's so Sometimes it's so it tough, sucks. man. It's tough. And, yeah, yeah. And the amount of money that you guys, I mean, you guys, plane tickets. You guys are in the hole, huge to get over here. Plane tickets yeah. and visas. And you guys are like, all right, we're eight thousand in the hole. We're negative eight thousand. All right, let's. And we haven't even played a show. Yeah. yeah. yeah and and uh, I heard that the accommodation isn't uh, not like in Europe as well. Like every US no, band, the they're like, ah oh, man, you get food and uh, beds to sleep in, and usually it no. doesn't seem to be the case in the US, right? No, no, absolutely not. I think the, no. the greatest comparison is like eating it. Burger King in the U.S. and then eating at Burger King in Berlin, like at the airport, because we got stuck there. Like Joel, yeah. Yeah. Joel and I, we were there. What was it like? An eight-hour? No, it was like was seventeen it... hours. <laughs> really? Yeah. How long? Remember we we showed up to Berlin. They're like, your your flight's seventeen hours late, delayed. <laughs> we're like, and we're like, and the bus had already left, and we're like, sick, dude. Well, I uh, literally yeah. one of the most times I was ever stoked was. Uh, a stack of cheese pizzas and uh, access to Budweiser. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. that's tight yeah, though. But my, if, if it my, wasn't like three thousand dollars to get to that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My point is the difference in quality. Like it was like, like Burger King in Berlin, dude, is like so good. Is it U.S. Oh, dude, get some ch chicken like, fries. It's surprisingly better like at least it was back then you know joel do you remember that do you remember that burger king we were like i remember there was a mcdonald's that had the mcrib and i'd never seen the mcrib and it was it was free it was on i think it was the airport and it was like a mc i'm like they put ribs in their fucking shit here i was like and i remember the whole like with you guys it's with the with your guys's uh palm frites or uh french fries which we call um yeah yeah chips or something yeah something like that but like with them, they would just be like, "Cool, dude, how much mayonnaise you want?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, what uh, the probably fuck? Zero, probably zero. Probably zero. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all, "Dude, ketchup? You all right? We have to go dig it up." Like, yeah, they don't even up. know what ketchup is over there, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool, but it's also like if, if you're if you're raised with that, that's just what you have. It's like kind of like yeah. it makes sense, you know. And but for us, we're like, that's "What good. the? How do you?" I remember like the conversion too. I would just like use my card over there. And got I got a Big Mac meal. It was a Big Mac, fries, and a drink. And it was like, 
47 dollars when i got home and at what? the time at the time like in america like now inflation and stuff it's probably 12 now for that but like back then it was like seven bucks to six bucks oh, to the, yeah the, the trade across was that crazy yeah oh, and then there was like fees yeah. you know international fees there was like all this uh, stuff yeah yeah and i was like whoops and we have like seven different currencies in our pockets because we've been we had, all, these like, countries. all these different countries it was like hard to have like we had euros yeah you know? then there was like you could only spend euros in certain countries mm -hmm. there was kronar we had crowns we had at all the yeah, yours Euros, okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. But I, I used to live close to the Czech border, and sometimes you uh, mix up the crones and the, yeah. the euros. Kronar, yeah, 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 yeah. There's all these different. It's like sick. There's nine different countries' coins in my pocket, and they're like dollars. They're not like they're not pennies. <laughs> like yeah, they're like you know, for us like our change is worth like not that much, but like there's like dollars of coins out there. And you're like fuck. This is like right. a good yeah, coin. Right. <laughs> yeah. Keep this going. Yeah. And I'm not saying everybody's like this, but a lot of times we've like going up to canada or whatever you deal with promoters they they don't expect you to know the difference between the canadian dollar and the fucking american dollar so they try and like swindle you a little bit because they oh yeah just well, they want you to be an american they want you yeah. to be american because it was at the time in canada I mean, it still it still is i think maybe but at the time like american dollars were worth more than canadian dollars so they're like You'd pay them in American dollars. Are like fuck yeah, dude. Keep going. Like you know, it's like twenty five percent worth more than our currency. So it's like give us because they'll just take it and be like, cool, and we'll give you Canada back. And then yeah, it's like, yeah. and then they just expect you to be like, oh yeah, dude, numbers, dude. Yeah, I can keep track of numbers. And dude. then with it's you fine. guys too in Germany, is it the same way? Because we, you know, I know that you know we have friends in like Ireland and stuff out in. And and the uh and the old uh, across the seas, yeah, yeah, and like I mean, just with the alcohol, the hard alcohol there, it was like even in places like a French Canada, it'd be like, oh, a bottle of Jim Beam, which is twelve ninety nine here, and be like, yeah, that's seventy four American dollars, because yeah, like, the, is the same there? Uh, not in Germany, you know, in Germany alcohol okay. is dead cheap. It's in okay, Scandinavia okay. they have those rules, but in Germany alcohol is fucking cheap, and you can get it everywhere, can drink in the streets and all that shit, so. It's funny because now uh, they legalize weed and all the conservative parties are like, ah, oh, no, we don't want drugs in public while all drinking beers at their conventions. So. <laughs> like being arrested and shit. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the fucking criminal to weed smokers and everyone is dead drunk. <laughs> yeah. I, I have noticed like a lot of the police videos I watch is like probably 97% is just hammered people. It's, like, <laughs> it's always alcohol. It's like alcohol yeah. or like maybe a harder drug. Exactly. But like, it's usually just a drunk guy that like made him a, he's like blacked out and blew it and like he's like oh shit like what's going on but like alcohol is like the most like yeah. gets you in trouble drug that there is exactly yeah. that's why i'm staying at the shop tonight yeah, there's some contenders of other drugs that might well, i mean there is you know but yeah. drugs of course yeah, yeah those are hard, those are hard. Those yeah are hard. But not as many people do those <laughs> yeah well, alcohol is probably like alcohol is such a Probably half Common of the population of Earth. <laughs> throw, throw a little PCP and some crack in there, and you might, you know, might get. I actually still want to do PCP. So dude. Oh, what? <laughs> I just want to see what it's like. Well, you're you're gonna gonna auto I'm going to go pee on PCP right now. No, I think he's, so. Ketamine is like used as a, a therapeutic drug nowadays, and it's Nobody pretty much the closest it. thing to. to um, so, ketamine is like a, 
they're using ketamine therapy. That's what, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of our friends have, have done that and stuff. And it's literally like one molecule off from PCP. <laughs> it's like horse tranquilizer. That's what it is. And uh, using it at the right clinical. Doses, right? Yeah. As a clinical, there's like have everyone's like in America, a lot of people are getting on board with like the, oh, shit, it's helping. And like people are getting out of depression and stuff from it. Um, but yeah, if you're doing it on your own and like sniffing off a plate, like fucking um, Steve-O from Jackass, when, when the, like the dark Steve-O days, then you'll hallucinate and think that people are talking to you. That and was ketamine. Beings. Right? Yeah, that was ketamine. Yeah, yeah, that was ketamine, which is basically PCP. It's a very I didn't know cousin that. of it. It's a cousin. Yeah. yeah. Not that I've ever done I've drugs. I've never done either. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> on the internet. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a friend tell me he's just all like, uh, he's all, dude, I do ketamine, and I felt like I had clown shoes on, and my sh- my feet were huge, and I was trying to walk around, and I was like a huge clown trying to like walk around. Well, he probably looked like a clown too, but uh, so as far as like, so so marijuana is is not not very accepted in Germany. Is it in Germany that's legal now? Uh, they put out a law that's yet to be ratified or whatever the word is, and mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, so it's basically in the process. But okay, there, you... it depends on the region, like from state to state. Like in Bavaria, I uh, wouldn't want to get caught with weed still. And like okay. in my city, like basically everybody smokes. Two yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, one, for my kids that are going to watch this in the future, I don't actually want to do PCP. I'm not going to actually do it, but I'm actually. Can you edit this part out? I, I, no, no, editing. Uh, hold on, hold on. I can just guarantee, Anthony, your kids are never going to watch this. <laughs> not, watch. Watch. Trevor, Trevor becomes a uh, yeah. metalhead in the next year. And... Let's watch 200 episodes of that talking. Yeah. <laughs> You're definitely and, and the second thing is, is I want to know uh, about your experience with weed, Clemens. Like, let's hear your first uh, experience with. Take the... us way back. It's like your first. <laughs> yeah. So Take back us to way back to when you can first memory, man. Your <laughs> were sober and your brain was all fresh and stuff, and you didn't want to fuck it up at all. No, because I mean, everybody <laughs> has their first experience with the mother plan. I want to know what it was like in Germany and, and what year uh, of your I life think... that you came across it and you, you first smoked it. I guess 2005. Okay. And like one of the skater guys handed me his bong and we were on the way to play bowling your first and hit your first hit of weed was from a bong yeah oh shit. Fucking stupid and we all tried and it hit but we still went to the bowling alley and just coughed around and, didn't <laughs> get done. and i felt horrible so i think i didn't smoke weed for some years at least yeah and yeah back then we used to drink a lot to be honest yeah, uh, yeah, Germany. yeah, you guys so, drink in Germany? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like at, at the age of, it's it was it's technically legal to drink uh, um, at the age of sixteen. Like, it's, it's, it's Wait, what stuff. country over there? Sixteen is the age. Yeah, it's a fucking stupid. So, and of course, because that's the legal age, you start at fifteen or fourteen. Because oh, that's what the big guys from the yeah yeah higher grade do. So that's why you start even that's, earlier than that's shunned yeah. upon in America, dude. Like I'm I know, like, I know, I know. My like, first beer was at thirteen or something like that, and everybody looks at me crazy. But I'm only a year or two away from when you guys are legal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's... it's not uh, hard alcohol is, is uh, still forbidden, but to be honest, if it stood around, like you could b- drink beer and wine 
and I think that's tops uh, what you were allowed. I couldn't get liquor. 16, okay. And you couldn't buy harder liquor and stuff, but oh, okay. you always had a friend who could. At 18, yeah. you would have to get on a cruise ship in order to have beer and wine legally. Because oh, it'd be outside the, the, the territory, <laughs> yeah. and then you can have, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I guess International waters. Better way in America, I don't think. <laughs> Young adults or like children just should be uh, able to drink. Yeah, right. Yeah, hammered children. I mean, also, I think on my like like... 15th or four, uh, 16th birthday, I puked on our uh, on the balcony of our neighbors. I mean, <laughs> I did too, Fuck. pretty much. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, we were hiding. People, it, uh... Well, there's there's people like you know, like you said, that's the worrisome part is that if you can get it at 16, the people that are making decisions to like go like a 14 year old's like, dude, I got like. 50 bucks buy me beer. they're gonna buy all every, yeah. everything and they're all they're children like we had to get like adults to make that decision to be like dude you're 21 i'm 15 yeah could you uh buy that it usually, usually was homeless we people we, we would i would give a homeless guy 20 bucks and be like hey can you and then give him money for the the beer and or be like hey you can have a 12 pack and like he'd be like cool and he just meet us back on the railroad tracks and hand it off and that's how we had to do it back in the day or then fake ids Dan the Bucket Man, dude. You know, you've you've known oh, yeah. Dan the Bucket Man. That oh. was our one of our connects for sure. Yeah, homeless people are the are the the targets for kids because <laughs> we're like, we'll give you fucking cash, dog. And they're like, and they're like, wait, cash? Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, they're like, I'll meet you guys wherever. And then yeah, that was basically the that was the move as as a kid. But like having sixteen year olds be able to make that decision for you to be like. Okay, well, I'll hook you up. It's like a six-year-old yeah, trying to be cool. Yeah, he's trying to be cool. He's trying to be the you know, and you're a child still. I'm like he's a so child. Wait, child. At sixteen, you can go into a place and purchase beer and wine. Yeah, go to the boss and shit. Holy yeah. shit, dude! That's uh, I. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm not, I'm not perfectly country, sure. Bro. I don't. I'm actually. I'm not perfectly sure. It's if it's still that way nowadays. I'm not too informed about the loss because I don't have kids and don't have to care about it. But uh, back then it was like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the age of consent? <laughs> it's all 46. Yeah. <laughs> is it 16? 18 over there? Is it, is it 16 over there too? I think with, with some uh, uh, like exceptions, but kind of, yeah, I think so. Yeah, shit. Dude, dude. But you can't get the driver's license before 18. It's so, just, uh, what up, Professor? Dude, yo. we're talking about the age of consent yep. in Germany, right? When you pop in, dude, perfect timing, dude. <laughs> we could start eating like younger. Professor's, of, you know, he's been traveling a lot. He understands a lot of that stuff. You know, the the sixteen is the age that you can start drinking in Germany. That's like just yeah. giving children alcohol. I don't know. That's uh, it literally yeah, is crazy. In, is India, have you, you're a India? lot more matured than us at sixteen, I guess. Uh, they're not big on alcohol in uh, parts India. of Asia that I'm familiar with. So, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like pretty much illegal uh, in Bangladesh. Uh, not India. I don't know about India. Um, okay. Do but, you do actual sober trips when you go to Bangladesh? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, there is a relative who likes to party, so we always have nice. some. Yeah. How's weed out there? there? How's weed out there? Uh, there's, there's weed. It's more prevalent than alcohol i think yeah. but it's like i have had chances to smoke it and i'm i'm not down like yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. yeah. i'm End like in a know, weird jail i somewhere. would rather just wait i mean it's not even sketchy like 
given the circumstances but i'll just wait till i get home to like some green bud like i'm not yeah. hitting, i'm not hitting that brown shit you know there you go um but not a boy i mean you know they, they're all down with like the the hash from nepal or whatever Ooh, okay so that's their that's big what's thing up. Um, nice. yeah speaking of age uh clemens what's up dude is that how i say your name i mean yeah, yep. exactly. are, are you, nice to meet you you're august 1990 boy like me Started two, yeah, August twenty. You're twenty. I'm eighteen, yeah, dude. 18, yeah. Two two days Later, apart. Congrats. Damn. Happy happy birthday plus four days or whatever. Yeah. Same to you. Belated <laughs> so birthday. What do you say? Sorry. Uh, when you congratulate a little later, what do you say? What's the phrase in English? Uh, belated. Happy belated, belated. Happy belated, belated, belated birthday. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's beheaded. <laughs> yeah. Great from my call back, call back to the something the professor wasn't here for. We were yeah. talking about all this shit that we were exposed to as children. Oh he's, no, he's I was listening. I was on Twitch at that part. I was eating dinner. Um, Not a boy. I got back, dude. Uh, you know, full day of teaching lessons and then band practice, and then I just some sometimes you just need a minute without other oh, people. Yeah. No, dude, we're we're waiting for some more live dreamer stuff. So do all the thing. fucking prepping you need, bro. Yeah, man, we had a good practice. Uh, we're gonna play tomorrow. Casey's gonna come. It's gonna be very cool. Working on yes, getting that guest dude. list spot. We don't know any of the promoter people or whatever, so we'll see what we, we can do. It. We'll plug it again since you popped on, dude. Hell yeah! What was the date on that again? Pop it up tomorrow. Or it's in like twenty oh, yeah. minutes tomorrow. <laughs> it's in 20 minutes yeah. if you're watching this it's literally it's happening. It. <laughs> yeah it's happening if you're, depending on when it gets uploaded you might have like four hours to get there it's <laughs> actually behind his drum set right now yeah. i would live. love i would love that to happen though like the guy the one guy that caught it from the live show that like literally was like fuck it dude my day has changed i'm going to the dreamer show dude yeah how sick would that be I told a couple of my students at the school, I realized, like, I usually tell people and I'm like, oh, well, but it's a bar or whatever, because these are like teenagers. And I'm like, actually, this is an all ages show. So you guys should come. Yeah, so, that would be cool. Uh, yeah. That's something that we should have plugged in the beginning, but all ages. dude. That's actually uh, for all I'm, the- I'm down for all ages shows because I, I like the younger kids to be exposed to the cool shit, dude. Yeah, I. I I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the, I'll end up being the drunk guy at the fucking show. Sorry. But, um, those types of shows, I just like that. It's opened up to everybody else. It's, you know, that there's, it's, do you know that there's, um, uh, a kindergarten at Obscene Extreme? There is? Yeah. (laughs) It's called called the Kinder Grinder and you can, (laughs) Kinder Grinder. Yeah. And they do like, uh, Sounds like it's sick band, and show them around and just even kids stage diving and shit. <laughs> Obscene's crazy. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, is yeah. it? Take good care. Like they are social workers. It's not like crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome. Really that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's very yeah. cool. That's so like, it's go ahead. close enough to the stage that you can hear the music or is it far away from that? Uh, it's like kind of around the stage. Like the stage is on this side and there's staircases over there somewhere. And then, but they can hear it and they can get ear pl- uh, headphones or whatever and go to the stage as well with their parents and shit. Dude, it's all allowed. Let's, you guys have it so. I know. It's so much more, more thought out over there, dude. 
It's so much more thought out over there. I mean, Czech Republic is a bit easier on everything. I'm so not talking about the age, con age of consent, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right, for so. He's talking about something else. He doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> well, so that's cool. that's cool, though, because there's, there's people with, you know, families and stuff, and, and it gives them, you know, I'm, I'm sure, like, the bigger festival is probably the same thing if, if they're doing it. You know, it's like just come out and hang out you have a place for the kids you have a place yeah. to it's like a it's a whole it's a disneyland it's like we're it's at like disneyland it. it's like hey grab a go over there and hang out with the kids and they have actual mm -hmm. legit social workers that are yeah. there to like help them out and play with them and have fun stuff for them to do and you can trust it and it like yeah that's crazy that's awesome i love it yeah it's awesome well, yeah. after all kindergarten's a german word right have you is played it? is it yeah yeah yep. what does it mean kindergarten is like like it's, it's uh, the garden for children. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, like a the garden, like, the garden of children. For oh, children, whatever. Yeah. That's like fucking kids, cool children, as shit. Kinder, kinders, kids, and garden. Yeah. Yeah, kids garden. I've been up on my Same. German since I'm gonna be there, yeah. but I haven't done a uh, Duolingo in like a week. I like fell off the wagon again, but <laughs> trying to practice it. He did our ads in German every time. <laughs> what are the main what are the main things you're trying to figure out like uh where can i get the bathroom where can i get a burger yeah pretty much those those two things <laughs> those two things those are the only things yeah <laughs> you say what is it duncan i'll be there from december or september 6th oh, through okay. through 22nd and i'm nice. also visiting family in sweden but i'll be in uh, Eastern Germany for Prophecy Fest. I don't know if you know about Prophecy Record yeah, Label. Like in the, in the uh, cave? Mm -hmm. In the cave, Balve. Oh, yeah. I've heard about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah Bavarhula. And then. Yeah, but, um, but it's mostly uh, in the West to me, at least. Oh, that's I'm what I meant. East. Sorry. I'm, I was I got it backwards. Yeah, I'm starting. Ah, that's why. Yeah. Starting Western Germany because I'm flying into Dusseldorf Airport mm -hmm. to get there. And then, um, and then I'm taking a train to Berlin, meeting my wife, and then we're spending time. And then she's got a academic uh, conference in uh, what's the name of the town? Rhines? Wait, no. Um, I'll have to look it up again. But it's outside Berlin. Wait, hold on. Oh, okay. That's Rhein crazy. Rhinesburg. It's on the lake in Rhinesburg. It's like ah, a yeah. four-star hotel. It's crazy. He's like, oh, Flagsburg? <laughs> <laughs> well, Rhine, Rhine just means river. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Is that right? Or is it a... No, is that a Ring, Regensburg. Oh, is that R what it is? R-E-G-E-N? He's like, it actually means boner, It actually means boner, I think it's R-H-E-I-N-S, Rhine's. Bonerberg, dude. That's what it means. I'll double check. Anyway, oh, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan is a river. Okay. Hour and a half north of Berlin. Dude. Uh, that's where we'll finish up the, the travel. Are, are, we set, are we trying to work a physical uh, interaction between you and Clemens right now? Are you going to be at one of these places, dude? You're about the age of consent in Germany, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that physical. Not that physical. <laughs> uh, yeah, where, where are you in Germany, dude? Uh, in Leipzig. It's like uh, maybe okay. two and a half hours down from Berlin. So, gotcha. that's a far away. Yeah, I I have a pretty packed itinerary. I'm trying to see family. I'm trying to do a bunch of stuff. I was hoping maybe to see Lille, 
Are you going to see my, are you going to see our, our, our fam Hunter Jin? I'm going to see Hunter live with Agalock and hopefully partied oh, with cool. him. I love that man so much, dude. Yep. What's the age? How old is he? Uh, he's <laughs> definitely within the age of my consent, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully the Americans just kind of like bond a little bit being over there. I mean, I know it, everyone knows English. It's, I'm not going to feel like, you know, totally like outsider or whatever but i feel like we'll have a little bit of a like hey we're all here together yeah doing this thing so yeah clemens can i get an honest question from you like so when let's say like americans come to your country does there like a underlying joke with germans on americans like like oh these guys like is there like don't worry we won't be offended we won't be not so much there has to be (laughs) uh like I mean, everybody, every person is different and everything, so it's not like you meet them with stereotypes, but sometimes when choking around, uh, it's maybe that like uh, the American is always the loudest and most talkative guy in the room and like doing uh, a presentation <laughs> on them. So that's that's the cliche of an American, <laughs> but of course, that's uh, at least in my circus. But that's so funny. Yeah, you, you meet Americans that are very different, so it's not that uh, I, I see American and thinking about everybody. There's a lot but... of Europeans that are very. I mean, like we, like Casey and I have experience playing in Netherlands at that festival uh, with Behemoth and stuff. I forget, but uh, I remember day. like everyone was like, because on the tour was we were with Cryptopsy and Unmerciful, and uh, nice. like all the shows like in Germany was just like fucking nuts, and then like ne- uh, Netherlands was, was was Tilburg. It was the uh, Neurotic Death Fest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember like uh, like Erlen was there, all our friends were there and stuff, and like, and just like everyone was so down. But this is how they show they're down. <laughs> Can happen in Germany too. Like, <laughs> like I said, we have so many shows in my city, nobody moshes anymore. Like mm. super certain, and uh, especially on big shows, we show up to things, but everybody is like, hmm. yeah, the cross arm. Like I'm protecting myself. This well, is at least they're there. Yeah, Montreal's yeah, yeah. like that. It's, like, it's it's just a different culture, dude. I mean, we play shows in Montreal. I, sometimes was... it even depends on the city and the yeah. And I get tired of all the karate kicks, anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna mosh at Malignancy tomorrow, Clemens? Oh, yeah. well, I will. Yeah. Nice, dude. Right. Been, yeah, <laughs> actually, uh, being friends with you on social media it makes me excited for you because. <laughs> Malignancies, yeah. dope. <laughs> and yeah. you get, you know, nice. I, I haven't yeah. experienced malignancy live in a long time, dude. So I'm, yeah, that band, that yeah. band that's, is one of those like standout bands for me, just in the sense of like, uh, it's such a unique experience when you listen to that band, dude. Yeah, you're following along the puzzle, kind of. And I, I really like that. One of my favorite bands. Hell yeah. yeah. The last the last time I saw them with Mike Heller playing for them. Oh uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I saw them both. It is a Jesus Mike Christ thing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Mike um is Al- Alex is over there playing bass for them. I'm sure you'll say hi to Alex Weber at the show. I've met him in May already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played uh, of Obscura. So I met him there too, and yeah. Nice. Tomorrow again, yeah. That's, That's cool. Good. I have nice, to give nice. a shout out to somebody random right now, Park Barn Bar Barrett, Park Barrett. Sorry, um, he just hit me up. Uh, Alex Webster 
Webster. God damn it. That's <laughs> Alex, those beers are strong, that, dude. Okay. Those beers oh. are strong, but you got to give me a little on that name, dude. Alex Weber, Alex Webster. Like, it's really hard. All right. Alex oh, Webster is a fucking sick bass player, and he is one of this dude's. He, he literally hit me up today, this guy Park, and uh, said that because of the show, Phil Tugas and Alex Weber are his guitar and bass teachers now because oh, of the awesome. show. That's awesome. Yeah. That's why we have to plug the te- I mean, we always wait till the end to like because we're like, what what kind of merch do you want to plug? And like they're teachers. We don't online. wait till the end. We did in the beginning. And we don't do the teachers. I always have to point out, like, oh, you're a teacher online. Oh yeah, go to fucking philtugas.com fucking it's like <laughs> that's where they get all the all their like revenues from is like teaching and stuff. It's like so anyone that we know that's a teacher, we gotta plug that right well, off. Well, we back. plugged it enough to where this guy got two teachers out of it so i mean um, you're welcome and and <laughs> and park it was good uh chatting with you today dude that's yeah. cool i saw another guy uh comment on a till the dirt uh kelly shaper's band saying that he found out about till the dirt from our episode with kelly yeah dude. So that was it's cool just fucking cool shit. and and now we're turning it into a guys, podcast thing, sorry, so. it's, it's almost midnight and i'm cinderella so i'm gonna have to bounce right you can you can yeah we'll keep you going i love you do, bro in my shoe but if you guys uh, <laughs> your shoe your shoe might fit in the morning so we'll see yeah <laughs> i'll on. see you tomorrow oh. dude oh sh- <laughs> this motherfucker. Damn. This motherfucker. That's what I mean. That's we go. Let's steer it back on Clemens again. So we haven't even gotten to your first band. <laughs> <laughs> and you have so many bands. Dude. We have Joseph to keep us back on track. We have Joseph. To... Yeah, Sorry, Joseph. Yeah. You... He's a teacher. Bring it in for us, bro. Uh, let's get to that first. Let's get to the yeah, first band. Fast forward a little bit. Yeah, like the black metal band of Dutrausch I told about then. Uh, I, uh, that was hey, hey, around. And was the recordings that people could find? There's one shitty demo out there. Don't even know if it's online. It's like black metal without blast beats. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, <laughs> still kind of cool for like 16 euros. So, not oh, a shame. Yeah. If it, it's all good. All good. Yeah. Don't know if it's anywhere. I haven't looked it up in ages. And yeah, then uh, that was fizzling around, and I joined a lo- local grind um, grindcore band <laughs> called Festering Kant. Nice. <laughs> and uh, yo, those, those guys were into uh, stuff like Levitity and everything. Uh, Goratory, I got to know Goratory through them. Still one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Zach Peppers on Rise and Sweet. My God, best bass player. <laughs> and oh, that's right. Damn. They yep. fucking bass on that record. Yeah. yeah. And, I guess I didn't stick too long with them. I guess we played like three or four shows and then uh, I w- was finished with school and wanted to move uh, to a different city and moved to Leipzig and yeah, just tried to get into the scene, go to every concert and try to find people to start a band with again because I really like being in a band in my hometown. So mm-hmm. basically what I wanted to do. and. Uh, also the main reason for moving we always saw show flyers from leipzig in our home area and was like man they have more shows in one week than we have in the whole month gotta go there and 
Yeah, the, they are met some people and we uh, formed my first like death metal band. It's a uh, decrepitation. Hell yeah, decrepitation. Yeah. <laughs> Started with a C and then uh, an American guy tried to sue us because <laughs> he had that name too and we looked it up on the internet and everything. How does that work? If, if someone, if you're on a different country, can someone, if you have the same name, he couldn't. I looked it up. It doesn't matter at all. It okay, might okay. be a problem if you try to um, trade your stuff in the US, or but he can only oh, okay. US laws and can't couldn't do anything. I mean, there's the scorched US and Mexico and Netherlands right. and shit. Right. So that wouldn't be a problem. And if you're not think about it, you can still sell it. In, in yeah. the other countries, you could just be like the scorched Mexico. Exactly. Yeah. You just call your band in parentheses. <laughs> that's our band name in the US. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's okay. how we deciphered. Which band was which? Exactly, Mexicorch and Caligorch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, a like, towards Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not in. definitely. I, I, I've experienced both. It's definitely. Uh, I'll, both. I'll take that Cali Discourge all day. <laughs> yeah, we're a towards California podcast on this. We are for uh, sure. I'm more on the Cali Discord side too, but the others are cool too. No, yeah, Mexican <laughs> Discord is rad. It yeah. is rad, but it I is, just it's very sick. Different style, different style, yeah. It is yeah. most I definitely. Heard that a million times, yeah, and uh, yeah, then we formed that. Uh, actually, Silver Xavier was one of the main influences to do the decrepitation. Nice. Oh yeah, nice. So, I'm sure before I was in the band because the timing. So. <laughs> I know it was uh, <laughs> 2010. So I, I, to be honest, yeah, I heard Brutality is Law first, but. So why insurrection? Brutality is law is a great record. I think actually it, it just got an anniversary, a, a little birthday shout out recently for twenty nice. years or something like Jesus. that. Jesus, twenty old. years, bro. I was hoping you were gonna say like mm -hmm. ten or something. No, nope. <laughs> twenty <laughs> years, bro. Yeah, All right, two thousand three. I got one more year to forty. Anyways, Joseph, bring us back, please. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, what was your next band? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, my question, real quick, is like, what was? Uh, how far were you digging into like the German underground or just underground in general? But I'm, oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to bring up Pavor, so Joel will just go to take a long pee right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was digging, like uh, like I said, in the black metal scene in Annaberg, there were always CDs and st stuff, and I love digging. I still do it. I buy at least 10 CDs a month and shit. I still do it oh, every yeah. day. Kind of. Now, new bands, is finding uh, finding new bands is awesome. And yeah, German Underground had some really sick bands. Like I said, the local bands, uh, we had Epidemic Scorn, who were cool back then, like so Death Trashy stuff. We had um, Purgatory in our area and mm -hmm. uh, Extinctionist uh, were really sick. Um, were like close to us and I saw them all the time. It was really great. And they played like that suffocation, brutal death style. Mm -hmm. So I guess seeing them in Carnal Decay back then really hit the spark for wanting more death metal and all the Dutch stuff too, like um, Silver Torture, This About, Pyamia, Mass Murder, all that stuff. We were into that really early on. And oh, yeah. yeah, lots of stuff from the Berlin scene. Uh, Spawn, how many dies? Sinner's Bleed were fucking awesome. Do you know Sinner's Bleed? That's a familiar name. Yeah, I think Lille played guitar in there. That's why I also mm. didn't know them. But mm. yeah, that's the, where it is. Both, yeah. record, both records are fucking amazing. 
They're really oh, great. Yeah. Obs Obscenity from uh, Germany were really yeah. cool too. They yeah. back to the 90s and they had some killer albums. Mm -hmm. Those were great. Resurrected. Resurrected, oh. do you know them? Oh, yeah. They they got me really early on into the pinch harmonics and everything. Like before Malignancy, there was uh, yeah. Resurrected was the pinch harmonic band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, in, uh, Infested, Despondency, all that stuff. That's really good stuff. But yeah, Pavo, of course. Wow. Despondency was sick. I know them. God on acid. God yeah. on acid. Yeah. Come on, guys. It's still in the brain. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't uh, thought about that record in fucking years, but you guys said the name, and I was like, "Oh, I know." Yeah. My brain was just all bleh, despondency, <laughs> like all these memories rush back. That's awesome. Nice, yeah. awesome. I played God on Iceland recently when we were a bit too much in the beats. Uh, I have it on vinyl, and I put it on the player. And the uh, LP before was on forty-five RPM. Mm -hmm. But Gotten got Acid is on 33, so it was played back way faster. And it sounded like, fuck, I'm dead from Australia. <laughs> it's really funny. If you ever want to speed up in despondency, it sounds like, fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, man. The fucking wow. Swedes or something I'm still trying to get down with. I'm, like, collecting records now, but I, like, you know, I'm the Spotify doing the whole... Thing that mm -hmm. we all hate, kind of person uh, out of. I force of... myself not to do that. I have to, don't have access to a, a streaming and shit in my living room, so I have to put on records and I just he try is, to. So that's he's probably still. He's this is the reason why he's just as excited about finding new bands that we're not is because he has to go out and find them, listen to them, mm -hmm. put them on Physical. the thing, and do the yeah. thing yeah. again because exactly. we just go yeah. like, oh, it's my thing out. before that's that what I love about mo most about it. Yeah, finding it. Yeah, yeah. That's mm -hmm. I mean that's if you like have that kind of like a discipline to like be like nope i'm not doing the the streaming i'm not doing the things i'm just doing only what i have in my hands on you know that's yeah i mean i check stuff out on the internet uh because back in the day you know when you bought cds and maybe the cd was shitty you bought it based on the cover or whatever and oh, spent 10, so 10 euro for shit you didn't want to listen to yeah, yeah. so that's cool that that doesn't happen anymore but yeah the hunt is still Great thing. Ah, like hunting so, demos and discogs and all that shit. <laughs> the listeners are gonna hate me for asking this question, but I've noticed that uh Germany is really into hip hop as well. And especially like Bay Bay Area hip hop. Like literally and, and I'm not asking you to know what I'm talking about. Kinda I'm 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 wanting to try and understand why if i want an original physical copy of like a a, a california hip-hop record a lot of times it is sold in germany huh. and I've for heard. quite a bit of money <laughs> and like and, and it's stuff that i grew up on that i'm like how could germany know about this record <laughs> you know like I, I i show it to everybody even people who live here i show the record and they're like what the fuck is this and i'm like oh well if you want a physical copy you got to buy it for a 100 bucks from fucking germany it's probably a smart so, businessman in germany that was like has a small record label it's like okay well i'll make it here and then you have to buy it and i'll charge you overcharge yeah. you for the is it bootleg pieces? or either way like the, the that type of music made it out there like, yeah, uh, I mean, there were always a lot of oh, guys trading stuff and everything. 
Yeah, yeah. I I guarantee if you looked on Discogs right now, guttural reef, guttural reef. I my I don't have my glasses on. Um, you would find a a Selly Cell original (laughs) record sold from somewhere in Germany. I thought he was kidding. No, he's he's one (laughs) hundred percent. He's right, dude. I, I think they, import, they imported this, a lot of stuff back then, so I think that was just always moment. And there were always uh, like Roadrunner records and everything. All, always had pressing plans in Europe too. And oftentimes, I think they were based in Germany too for a while. And did you did you come across hip hop during your shit? I'm not, I'm not not trying to break open a hip hop record. No, I know. Through, through skateboarding, but um, okay. for a long time I wasn't too much into it. But uh, actually, like, uh, do you know uh, Steve Coleman? No, East Coast guy from New York, super great. Uh, one of my favorite saxophone players, and he had uh, some hip hop champ projects in the '90s, and like uh, the sampled beats and shit. But they played it all live and had rappers improvise improvise over that stuff. And that's basically what got me okay. back into hip hop, finding that stuff in my chat. You're gonna have to give me some links, Clemens. You yeah, gotta sure. give me some that's links. That's why we got in, got in contact, anyways. Right? I think I just shot you some links to obscure. <laughs> yeah, music, please right? do, because I'm already I'm, I'm excited about that for sure. A saxophonist that uh, collaborates with hip hop. I'm is there doing, dude. also is Cold there... Cage from Gary Thomas? That's also a great chess hip hop crossover. Code Cage. Cold Cage, yeah, both with a K. Okay, okay. Coast too. Great stuff. Is it uh, one thing? I, now that Anthony brought this up, is there any like famous like German rappers? Yeah, because like, I don't think your di- your dialect doesn't like, to be. The dialect uh, seems kind of like hard to like to have like a because it's very like it's very like uh, have a flow sharp. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, like, <laughs> uh, gang- like gangster shit and stuff. And uh, during the two thousands, uh, when new metal and shit was gone. Rap came up a bit, but I'm not too much into that stuff. There's like yeah, German yeah. rappers uh, who diss each other and do stuff. And I was more into music and the, the samples and backing tracks weren't cool, so I don't, didn't care about the vocals. So I don't know too much about that stuff. But there is yeah. German rap. Yeah. There is. And some became burned out celebrities and all that shit. Like it's all like in the US, but on a way smaller scale. And for yeah. dialects of, of uh, other languages and stuff that don't sound like they would ever work with uh just like the flow because they're very like i said sharp like like languages and stuff and people make it work you know like yeah. you'll i mean you hear like d ant word and that's south african rap okay and it's yeah, yeah. white a white two white people doing it but at the same time it's they're uh, rapping yeah. half half in their sense. language which is afrikaans i think that's what they call it over there so they'll rap half in that and half in english and but I, I, I just was fascinated with this connection between Germany and Bay Area rap. I was like, I think it might be a misconception because most people wouldn't know it either. It's like uh, you think uh, you see all the uh, distros in Germany that sell brutal death metal. Still, nobody knows brutal death metal. It's just you have those sellers and you see them pop up, but it's not representative for the whole country. I think still most people don't know underground shit. Yeah, I, yeah, it is. There's, there's an underground everywhere and and exactly yeah but maybe the underground is more active that's why it seems like more people are into it to you okay okay that, could be, that makes sense 
It sounds like like a 2017 era Vice article. Like, why is Bay Area <laughs> yeah. hip hop so popular in Germany? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's yeah, totally an interview, like one club that's totally into it, and everybody thinks the whole Germany is like that. That's yeah. like literally it's probably like the year that I figured it out too, Joseph. You, it's you like Indonesia, Indonesia, this Indonesia and death metal, and gnarly brutal yeah. death metal. Like Indonesia just randomly is just all about brutal death metal. It's like, yep. it's, that's like I'm surprised Vice hasn't done something on that. That's I know uh, how it's very, very part of the cult, uh, much more part of the culture than it is over here, you know. So let's let's get to infecting the swarm. So we make sure. Yeah. We get yeah. And then and okay. then intercepting pattern. So I I'm, I think infecting started first. Am I wrong on that? Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. It started as a solo pro project uh, from Hannes he played in Chordotomy before and yeah i think around 2011 or something and i've known it i've followed it and everything and i think when he recorded the second album uh we already were in contact and he asked me if i would want to record bass but at that time i was on tour with another band picket which was a great experience all, all along yeah. played uh, mm -hmm. lots of shows with gorgasm and uh, black dahlia murder and shit so saw some places with them Really grateful for the picket experience, and yeah, then uh, Hannes approached me to record the infecting the swarm record, and yeah, I couldn't do it because I was on the way. But I said, yeah, I could join for live stuff. I really like the music and everything. Mm -hmm. It didn't end up playing live, but uh, I was still in it, and so that's why I'm on the next records. Yeah, so just in the studio for infecting. Yeah, unfortunately, we always tried to pull it off live, and always had some. Really great drummers, but eventually, uh, always something Isn't... would happen, or Hannes no, would just... have uh, a job change and shit, and yeah, always something getting in the way. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. It, having a good drummer is always really hard to find, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, if we're gonna if we're gonna pull this shit off live, um, finding a drummer to do it. That's why there's. That's why Joseph's in ten bands. You know. <laughs> Yeah, drum and drum is always <laughs> most wanted. Yeah. And constantly turning down opportunities. So. <laughs> right. It's exactly yeah. that's the exact reason to find the the perfect percussionist for your project, you know? Yeah. Um, Once people are in the know, I get that the uh, offers get more and more, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well at this point, yeah, I I you hit a point where you're like I need them paid offers now. Like, yeah, I understand. I, I do some session works like for friends, like not paid or shit or something. Like, mm -hmm. if friends ask me, I record stuff. And at the moment, it's like, oh, I like, okay, I want to do it all, but I don't even have the time for some things. So <laughs> I totally understand. So with infecting, um, so you you joined how long ago? And and then you're on the I think latest 2000... record. 16, yeah, 2016, okay. and then we recorded a two-song promo uh, in 2019, and yeah, since then we had been working on the album, uh, wanted to do it uh, first in the flesh and live, and uh, then unfortunately our uh, drummer had to step back, and that's when we said, okay, let's just record it, we couldn't find anybody else, tried for a while, and yeah, just, it was during COVID as well, so we just said, okay, let's record it, ask Robin Stone to play the drums on it, so we get it out and can move on. <laughs> yeah, and Casey shared the Robin Stone video uh, with our group earlier today, 
and I remember having seen it. It was a little hard to remember which Robin Stone uh, projects are which because he has millions, yep. a million. But I was like, I'm pretty sure I checked this out when he first posted it live like a year or so ago. Um, but yeah, so that's very like we were saying kind of like Cali death, brutal style, yep, yep. suffocation, that kind of stuff. American death metal, is that fair or is that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, one of the main influences. I mean, there's some some European stuff, like of course, defeated sanities, the fusion, and septical corruption stuff. But a lot of uh, American stuff. And the Kelly stuff, like Unique Leader, was holy for us in the 2000s. When I listen to that project, I definitely feel the tip of the hat to uh, that early 2000s Unique Leader. Yeah, we went for wow. the sound and everything. That's exactly what we wanted. Like. That's what we we're into, and it's did uh did Unique Leader ever sign a German band at that era? Didn't they have? They had uh, is it later? or no? Uh, Resection. Uh, they had Resection. Wait, no, that's Sweden. They had what else? Nowadays they have side. Who's Brutus? Bru where's Brutus from? Oh, Brutus. Brutus are from Netherlands. Netherlands. Uh, uh, um, disavowed is that Netherlands as well? Steven. No, also Netherlands. Oh, Fucking oh. sick, yeah. Pyamia and all that stuff. Ne Dutch and Netherlands. Okay. What other German bands? There's a near death condition from Switzerland, but man, retaliation. Yeah. Retaliation. It was not retaliation. When I think of uh, Spawn and Pyamia, I always think of they're from the same place just because I saw them on the same tour together. They had drums as well. Yeah, that on that tour they shared drummer. I think also on the first two albums, I'm not 100 sure, but I think Robert V was on both. Yeah, of them. what and and forgive me forget for forgetting his name because he's such a sick drummer. What was that guy's name? The Robert, guy, he drummed on on uh, Cerebral Serial, and I think then it's Robert some Dutch, yeah. Okay. And he also. Robert V. It was always the singer was Robert Koch and the drummer was Robert something else. <laughs> Just remember, kind of rock. He did. Uh, he did. Yes. He did the uh, Spawn live on the Bloodletting. Tour. Oh, really? How tour? Paimia and Spawn. Oh, fuck. He did a double duty. Nice. Never seen Pyamia live. I was too late for that. But I saw a Spawn of Possession with Erland. That's what, that was fucking Oh, crazy. Jesus. That yeah. was crazy. God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm looking at the Unique Leader uh, list of bands they've signed in Germany. It's Cytotoxin. Yeah, still and... from a Verland, right? And the, mm -hmm. Yeah, and then um, there was a... Fuck, there was another one. But it was like a newer yeah. one, for sure. I'm like, uh, Retaliation should be on Retaliation. There. Retaliation. Yeah. Yeah, like 2010, 11, around that time, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's the only two bands That's they've crazy. ever signed. Unique Leader has been uh, germaphobic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, clip that. But, uh, <laughs> United States is definitely the dominator of what they signed, but there's... Yeah, but still a lot of Euro stuff. So, I mean, yeah, there's I mean neurotic, records, uh, neurotic Records was like a spin-off to Unique yeah, Leader, right? 
Whatever happened with, I mean, there was a whole thing with that. The whole, I don't know what's his yeah, name. I think they didn't there follow like, too much on orders, and then it kind of fizzled, right? That's what it was. I kind watched. of a bunch of people had orders in, and they weren't they weren't showing up. And there was like months later, and then yeah, exactly, he put yeah. on the Narak Death Fest that we played in mm -hmm. um, Tilburg and stuff. But he was like, his name was like, it was a three letter name, I forget. But uh, like I almost want to say it was Till, but it's Tilburg, so <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. Um. But yeah, now I remember like that was like the first kind of like controversy with a, a label coming up and like mm -hmm. trying to be like, yeah, we're gonna they have the next sickest you know group of bands. Yeah, they had like Spawn of Possession disavowed. Yeah, oh, yeah, they were coming up. Like, Ultrarate was on them. Yeah, oh yeah, they were fucking grabbing all that unique leader stuff from from Europe and stuff and being mm -hmm. like, okay, we're neurotic now, so it's like we're gonna fucking do way better and they offer you like, you know. I think it was for the distribution and the tool support in Europe too. I think it wasn't just the Digma. Well, I think it was uh, agreed on that they just uh, help those bands uh, and have a standing in Europe. I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah Neurotic yeah. had shitty uh, American distribution. So they didn't even have any. Remember when Neurotic first started and Psychroptic came out? Oh, there was so many came out, and, you, and we wanted to purchase the physical copies. But what you're was... saying, what you're saying, did you say, uh, Clemens, were they like a uh, like a European version, like a label for bands that were, or were they, or were they like an international? Neurotic was a separate thing. I'm not too sure because it's a little bit after my time, so I just read about it on forums and stuff. So I'm, yeah. I don't want to spread any false in information, but I think that they cooperated with Unicleader or something. They did. They or... may have, but I, I know. Because as, those bands went over, and I think uh, that the Euro bands wanted more tool support and distribution in Europe because uh, they could, I think they could get the one tool like Bloodletting in the US, but uh, not too many things in. Europe, so I think that might have been a reason to do it. Do it like a, a I just I just remember when waiting for the next Psychroptic or waiting for the next Spawn, and then it comes out on Neurotic, and I I I actually well, think the pre-orders weren't showing up. The pre no pre-orders. And, yeah, and I'm sorry if I'm burning bridges with whoever, but they handled they didn't handle it well. Was um, it one I, I think I ordered I ordered. In a, uh noctambulant and didn't ever get a copy well we know no, not that's what i'm saying no no no. that was probably the psychoptic one or it might have been psychoptic. Um, that's what it was dude it was that yeah. the one after scepters i ordered it and on all the forums up to my house no, there was on all <laughs> the forums there was there's hundreds of people like you people no one was getting stuff and yeah. so it was like everyone's like what the fuck's going on like was that, was was, that the, uh, the like the darkish black one i don't, I don't remember the, uh, the one that has, like, cover. Uh, Alpha breed on or alpha something on Jesus. It was the one I don't know. It was, uh, it was the one right it's after scepters. The one right after was, was it sub subservient? Was that one? We sound like drunk assholes right now. <laughs> I know, I know. We are, but we are. L L um, <laughs> sick dude. Google's not searching, but uh, no, I remember there was a big controversy with that. That was that was because neurotic. I remember going to go play that neurotic fest at the time. Symbols of failure. Thanks, Gatorol. That one, yeah, that's what, that's I what it was for sure. You got that everywhere later in Europe. Oh, yeah, got that was like five bucks somewhere. Yeah, that was like nothing was getting shipped, and I was like, oh fuck, did all these bands just get like scammed or something? Yeah, I, I, got, I got shafted for like twenty bucks or something. And like after that. that, like while that was going on, we were about to play this festival in like Netherlands. I'm like, are we gonna like? Is anyone gonna be there? We were like, we didn't know what was going on because we were like hearing all the, you know, watching the SMN forums and stuff. 
and so many people were complaining about not getting stuff and i was like oh mm-hmm. fuck and he's and he, he would jump in there he would be like no dude it's coming and like drop a little thing in there because it was like smn forums were like the death metal yeah, underground death metal yeah it was like the where everyone came and talked about like anything there's no like myspace was brand new it wasn't like a real marketing place to get stuff out at the time and um yeah, he'd come and just like, no, it's coming. Like, it's all good, dude. Just some but hiccups. Wasn't the SMN super hostile to people who shitted? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Did, oh, yeah. Did it I mean, backfire to him or? Oh, yeah. Because no, I... it was very hostile. I mean, obviously, a lot of people, like, a majority of the people that were complaining never got their thing. So, or they would get it like, they get their CD like six months later, seven months yeah, after. Awesome. And they pre ordered. They pre ordered. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they were like, oh, dude, all excited to get it. And they ordered oh, early shit, and then they just wouldn't come. <laughs> And there, yeah. there was just some sort of financial underground death metal guys. That's just what's gonna happen with some. Usually, it's one guy listening. operating this on the side next to a job. And sometimes I'm like, oh man, it's just people. I mean, sometimes I'm late on my band stuff too, and whatever. Maybe a label is just a work of art or whatever. And of course, people fuck up. I'm yeah. If I get it eventually, I'm not pissed about it. But if I wouldn't get it at all, of course, I would want to yeah. my money back. That's for me. That's my thing. Nowadays, yeah. look back in the day, you yeah. kind of like held labels up in this huge. Like, yeah, you like thought labels. they were professional, and then you work with them, yeah. and you were like, ah, they trust guys like us. Okay, fuck. Yeah, unique leaders like <laughs> Eric and like Mike a little bit, and like a couple other people, and that's like for all those bands. And you're like, yeah. damn, dude, that's fucking, that's a full time job. Work, dude. Of course, yeah. That is a pain in the mm-hmm. ass, you know. Mm-hmm. And you got to pay yourself too, so you got to keep the lights on and all the things too, right, and, you know. Right. But you don't know, like, as a band just signing a, a late like a contract, you, I mean. Th- Labels know, especially in the underground, they're like, they're not going to like sue us because they don't have any money. This, <laughs> like, well, the thing is, like, with underground death metal. Yeah, go pee. Go for it, dude. I was just going to say that the, the labels that w- we call labels, you know, whether it be Unique Leader, whether, you know, any of these la- neurotic, whatever, um, we're talking small numbers and we're talking. Well, if they're small numbers, we might have to deal with the less, the lower level distributing companies, the lower level uh, factories that make these physical copies and all that shit. So then you pose yourself as this record label. We got the new Psychroptic record, dude. It's fucking, we're the the guys that are going to put the next one out, dude. And everybody's like, fuck yeah dude psychroptic signed a new deal and we're gonna get a new psychroptic record that's the only thing we're thinking about and then behind the scenes you know you 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 do this this and that as the record label and then the factory is like well uh, especially now dude like i almost think that wasn't the factory i think it was almost like i don't think he took into account like sending stuff internationally i feel like he probably was like, oh, shit, and looked at the cost. He's like, oh, I'm losing $9 a CD sending it for what I charge for. Yeah. Or something dumb like that where he didn't like. But that is a dumb through. move because that yes, should be yes, something that you think about before because you're like, this is an international, even though it's yeah, underground. Do, small, do a smaller band first and get started. It's and then an like, internationally known band. And yeah. you know, you're you're picking a band from Australia like and they're inter- internationally known. You're going to get people that are going to want to purchase it from i mean i mean if you really i'd love i'd actually love to see that 
uh, who listens to Psychroptic the most <laughs> out of the world? Like, you see that bubble? Like, where's the biggest bubble of Psychroptic, Psychroptic <laughs> you, you, fans? Spotify lets you do something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, yeah. It, it's probably America. So, dude was already thinking yeah, about that. Maybe it might be. Yeah, yeah it might be. Yeah, yeah. It's probably Europe or something. I would say Europe would be. I think so. they rank it by cities. So let's see. Oh, you can look at it right now. Oh, I'm on my phone. I'm gonna say it's somewhere in. I gotta look it up on my computer. That'd be so funny if it's like Memphis, Tennessee. (laughs) No, it's not. There's no way. It's usually just the big like population centers. So it's usually like London, Mexico City, New York. Like those are where it's like Juneau, Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) It's like someone's using VPNs. I'm calling Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, you guys keep. That's what. That's what it is. You, uh, you, you take a chance on on something, and then. Well, you you take a chance, but you also like the point is, if you don't have your like feet in the ground, you're just just because you love the bands and you think that you maybe you get an initial chunk of money that you're like, I'm gonna do this thing and get bands signed, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, it costs. This much money to ship a CD to the fucking the U.S. or a shirt to the U.S. and they're like losing their negative every shipment they do, and he does like yeah. ten of them, and he's like, "Oh fuck, well we gotta figure something out." And like before you know it, it's like, "Oh, we we're just trying to figure it out." Like, and he's like negative, and he's so, like, "Shit." And, and we've done plenty of name drops. We're not we're we're not trying to shit on your past business. I don't even know if it's a current business, but there's no way neurotic still around, is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whoever ran neurotic, I'm not, I'm not calling you out, bro. I just never got my CD. That's <laughs> I searched for it and Wikipedia just came out. That's all. Oh, rude. Sorry. What? Um, no, I'm, I was saying that's I'm being rude. Not that wasn't oh, his name. Okay. Or that wasn't his name. Okay. Uh, so uh, the latest infecting album has been out for like four or five months now. Yes, in April. Germany. Four months. Lacerate enemies. So technically, we're label mates because my first ever release was on Lacerate. Right, we're getting a readout right now. Oh, Side stories. This is oh, the fucking the, results. Was it? You the new infecting comes out. It came out yeah, on Lacerate, uh, right? So yeah, my first all records, all records. Sending is great. The that's first right. official release of me being on anything yeah, what, is it, uh, a split with, It was a split with uh, Carnivorous, yeah. Vomit, Remnants, and uh, Godless Truth, which is Zdenek from... Zdenek Spent, yeah. He's the, that he's the owner of Lacerated Enemy. So Awesome guy. I, I When I saw that, I was like, that's super cool, because now I can say that you know that was my first release and you just had a current release and it's so cool to know that that record label is still like putting shit out and still doing the thing for the czech republic because it's based in czech republic Mm -hmm. Um, but he does a lot of touring around europe Uh, i think at the moment he's on tour with uh, malignancy and stuff so he's doing really a lot Oh, like tour promotion? Like, is that what he's doing? Tour, to like managing, I, I think. I think he is. He's uh, a manager. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. And yeah, we meet him on yeah. tour a lot. The next cool dude, dude. Um, awesome I'm, guy. Uh, awesome guy. Really dedicated. Yeah. To the Very easy to work with. Uh, I haven't talked to him in years. Shout out, 
to you bro i i I still love you and and we should reconnect it'd be cool to have you on the show dude actually literally i'd love to have you and i'd love to have the guys from vomit remnants but every time i talk to case k he or casey's talked to casey's k as well and and the language thing on these live podcasts that we're doing is is kind of what gets in the way of us talking to some of the the guys that we would actually want to talk to but i think zdenek is he he's pretty fluent in english he can he can hang on this show you should totally right. dude who who still wants to know where said i do jesus are... christ okay. anthony <laughs> we're about to read out the fucking uh, thing dude i'm sorry i'm so i'm i'm <laughs> no. so scatterbrained do you guys know that i get like this no anthony's <laughs> that was a good i was that was, that was quality sick. content all right uh you want to guess one of the five cities if you can guess any of them oh, city uh, a city or can we get to a country that's way easier it, new it city. lists it lists by city but I'll, I'll give you that all three top cities are from the same country so clemens was was pissing so we're talking about the like the most for the who, newest listens, psychotic to album, who listens who what country or city listens to them the most ah what okay. would you guess poland according poland? to spotify poland oh, okay Oh, no, Poland should. or Holland? Poland. But Poland. I'll go Germany. Probably just, not. Probably not. I'll go Germany. All right. Well, it's Australia. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> it's not a random. I, I swear. People there, I was though. gonna say it. Okay. It's top is Melbourne, then Sydney, then Brisbane, and then you get <laughs> they're fucking proud over what's there. The, what's, okay. What's the next one? What's what's in not... Helsinki, Finland. Okay. Uh, and then Montreal. Montreal. Whoa. I didn't even think of them. Okay. Finland and then Montreal. Dude, Canada, of course. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about Australia. They're so remote that um, it it's really hard for all the popular bands to get out there and play. So they had to kind of just like make their own shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had local shit that would be able to put on the shows and Australia it's awesome bands like you know yep. iconic iconic vivisect from Australia do you know them it's mm-hmm. like the Australian the scorch to me it came out in the 2010s awesome stuff they're really great I'm telling you and oh there's Delicresk Delicresk is really cool too that's awesome I mean they kind of of like a one thing about Australia is kind of like a I don't know. They have a little bit of a hardened background, a little bit. You know, it's well, like yeah, more... they have to. Oh, yeah. They're constantly surrounded by predators. That's what it well, is. I mean that. I mean also, you know, they're we're ex-prisoners from England. That too. But uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean like, that's what I thought. I don't know. That's what I've always heard. No, that. that's but, what uh, it is. I think that's like the UK prisoners, right? Or like they they sent them Joseph, over there, which is so funny. To school. <laughs> Tell us what happened. Take them out of the foggy cold and put them in the like beautiful shop. Economy, right? I, I don't know Australian stuff. Sorry. Yeah. They're really nice. He's like, nice dude, people. you can talk to me about philosophy all night, bro. But yeah, but I want to. I'm trying to trying to trying to slate. <laughs> so I'm yeah, yeah. I gotta wrap this up. <laughs> uh, intercepting pattern let's let's hear the yes that's what i really wanted to talk about tonight (laughs) yeah i mean uh, everything is great um that uh, happened with um uh friends from berlin i was in a band called the rapid turmoil before Mm -hmm. and yeah uh just played one show and 
didn't really do anything after, but uh, the guys from them were really great. Everybody was a huge music nerd and that was really fun there. And got to hang out a lot with them and Martha, the guitar player, and I were like, okay, so Rapid Bohemoy isn't doing too much anymore. Let's do something on the side. And we were super into Frederick Tordendahl's special effects and all that stuff. And we were like, yeah, we don't want to do our band a second time. So let's just try around with something like that and didn't even have too much in mind. And like Martha is crazy. It was awesome. Like uh, before I was just mostly self-taught and just trying around. And I guess my fingers were kind of fast, but I didn't know where to put them. And this like, oh, the early brutal death metal for us went like, okay, that's great. And uh, Martha uh, studies music. Uh, and stuff and that was great because he could explain all the stuff that's happening that would happen to me and it wasn't like in music school where like, like taught a play c major and shit and do something like that while you want to play slayer but uh, it was based on the music that you liked and mm. so yeah he, he explained all that shit to me and everything so he got me really into fusion and all that yeah. chassier stuff like like i said steve coleman was also big on us, Alan Holdsworth, uh, Beyond Turbines from Germany. And he, yeah, all that great stuff. And so we were like, okay, we should do something like in that Mishuka kind of style, but also with more improvisation and all that stuff because none right. of us ever did that, but we wanted to incorporate all that improvisational stuff in there. And so Mathe laid, basically laid out some like the patterns and the um, the rhythms and like all the polyrhythms were uh, noted out and all that shit, and but not what exactly had to be played in then. So it was more like a, a map when something ends and what comes next and from what which harmony you go over in. What it's harmony very next jazz. Kind of yeah. That that put over like uh, more of the metal sound, so to say. Because mm. I can uh, tell that that. Um listening to it because i that out of all uh the stuff that you had sent me aside from profanity because i was already familiar with profanity um infecting the swarm and then this intercepting pattern project which um really really threw me off i wasn't expecting that in in clemens you can tell like in that that group right there that band sits out of everything yeah, else me. yeah and um i i'm very familiar with jazz and you know how things work most of the time when you listen to jazz and um you guys all had your time to shine many times in a lot of these these parts of that album and i just want to say that you showed that you're just as worthy as everybody else on the album on those solo areas that you get to shine you were soloing on your bass just as well as anybody else that was freestyling in their moment you know so i just want to give you your props for holding it down with all those key players that are in that group because it's kind of a super group you know and 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 showing you know love for the special defects out you know so niger within i i obviously got those feelings but then when it breaks into the jazz fusion is where it kind of breaks away where i can say okay yeah this isn't something that is totally influenced from 
Frederick Thorndahl's special defects. Yeah, I mean, this he has is, those Holzwerth influences and everything. So some of them are there, yeah, but uh, of course, yeah, a lot more Steve Coleman and other shit in there. But I, I, yeah, I just wanted to get, I just wanted to give you your props on, um, thank you, buddy, your, your individual, um, contributions in the improv area where I can tell that you're, I, I love jazz and I love when people are given a space to, you know, show their colors and you did it the way that I would want you to do it. You know, that literally shows me that you are this, this bass player that really can exceed the boundaries in a moment where and now that you're telling me that those are improv uh, to be perfectly clear uh, some of the songwriting was improv but the solos actually aren't so i don't want to take too much credit yeah yeah, yeah i didn't no, know that it's 100 it was more like uh, the, the solos were based on improvisations first and then taking taken to the recording to be but, uh, but uh, improvised improvised but the rest was put on top from a person that, so that yeah from a person that um listens to a lot of improv i can tell you know you get that you can just get that feeling where you're like i know this i, I could just feel this person's just going off in the moment right now and i've gotten a few of those from the guitar player on that record which is it it's not Lily, is it no no it's Marta. Marta. okay and, Great game. Uh, By the way, he wanted me to say hi. He loves Odious Mortem. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. Not, not out a lot back in the day. Sick, dude. Well, rock on, yeah, bro. But basically, um, even the, uh, the synthes are Marte as well. Like, he, he wrote all that stuff. He uh, put the synthes on them, and most of the synthesizers are with a MIDI guitar. And so most of the stuff is really to Marte's credit. He's awesome. Rad. That's awesome, dude. And it, I just I, I really enjoyed... I... I it's few and far between where I get like, you know, a fresh feeling from things. And yes, we've, we've talked about all the influences that come from that project. But at the same time, I, I got a nice fresh breath of air listening to that and, and hearing Lele in, in a different, you know, style that we have. I mean, he, he incorporates that style into defeated, but it's not fully there. So it just, it, it may it it's fresh yeah, because it's, there, yeah. it's him in a different element it's you in a different element compared to everything that you showed me and absolutely and i'm not going to say that, you know it's the better thing i'm just saying that's the one that stood out and in yeah, i like that because time. i'm in a lot of different music too so i really like the approach to do something completely different but uh, put all your effort into it and just try to do it the way you are and uh None of us claims to be a chess musician because everybody of us uh, lacks the background, the real one, like playing with the players and all that stuff. And I can't play anything from the rule book, to be honest. But yeah, yeah just doing the stuff, like coming from a different background, but still doing it. Uh, right. Reads that, not, not to say innovation, but your, your personal style, so to say, or the aesthetics that you're going after with death metal in mind, maybe, right? And it's not even with death metal in mind. Once once I started listening to it, death metal goes out the window. It's all yeah, more fast playing. Michigan. Yeah, you know. But um, what I did notice is is in my uh, where I'm at now, I'm rhythm section first. And I told you, like, 
what a rhythm section you and Lily, you guys really really showed that you guys can be a team in something outside of everything that you've shown us in your other projects aside from each other so i just wanted to say kudos for for um making me excited for another rhythm section dude nice. you and lily do that i i, I want to hear that rhythm section more and more dude yeah let's see what uh, happens next uh we have some yeah please give us another let's see when we <laughs> pull it off yeah and everybody has the time and stuff for it but yeah definitely want to hey, do it again. that's what it all is dude whenever it, um no matter how long it takes for something to come out if you guys still do it and it'll be done and then into the world and then move you guys have moved on to another thing and yeah it doesn't matter about time or how long it takes just if it happens again exactly. it happens again for me when a band puts something else like uh, for example, that Anomalies are back gets me hyped as fuck. And even if it has been 10 years, it's whatever. Right. As long as you're still doing it, it's, I'm cool, right? Exactly. Nice. That's why that Retromorphosis record is going to be so oh, dope. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you guys heard some of it, right? Yeah. We have, yeah. Fucking shadows. Yes, dude. No, I, <laughs> believe me. Everybody should be very excited right now. Everybody Christian should... Minsner, uh, with the band as well. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. And fucking Jonas is back in the mix. Jonas, Erland, uh, Casey, and Dennis. And yeah, yeah yep, yep. It's it's awesome. it's a super super group of fucking madmen that are coming together to give us another Crazy. great fucking. Oh, yeah, new Erland playing. I love this guy. His playing is so fucking awesome. So you say it the same way that he says it because he, he 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 always told me he was like it's Alan. Ellen, yeah, I yeah, it's for, for the, but it's like it's er, it's Erland. We always right? been like, calling him Erland. Well, no, yeah, no, like, like the Americanized way, of course. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. he, he always he always would tell me it's like no, it's Erland. But it's like, but the, he has there's something in there. That's like, well, it's not like yeah, Alan. R is not, not like, the, yeah, yeah. It's not just like Alan, like your friend Alan. But it's like <laughs> that's how they kind of say it, Alan. It's like Alan. you know, Dave in in Australia is like a diving board. It's dive. Yeah, it's like a touch dive. touch of R back there, like Alan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dive. Well, fuck yeah, dude! Thanks for fucking coming on. Dude. It's getting late for us. We're, yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, it's, yes, yes, yes. We're, getting, we're 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 being pussies. You came on at seven in the morning. We're like, dude, it's like through two hours past our bedtime. What's going on? <laughs> we're like turning into the biggest bitches. But yeah. uh, no, thank you for like doing the whole thing, going to sleep, waking up, being here. That's fucking awesome, man. No and uh, keep a uh, keep a uh, not doing this. <laughs> No, nah, dude, always do that. <laughs> kick it, kick back with palm trees in the no, background. Keep, keep your head on a swivel, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome to see you. Uh, so, real quick, three, two second, fucking nerd shit. What kind of bass do you play? Uh, please, Kiesel's actually. So, Kiesel's? Californian okay. bass. Californian oh, nice. Oh yeah, bring yeah, it out. We didn't do any gear talk. This everybody, all the gear guys are gonna be pissed. Hell yeah, so, that's sick. Yeah, that's beautiful. Did you custom no make that, or did you have them? Uh, did you uh, just get like a model that was for sale? Or did you have them? Do you no, uh, kind of customized. It's like really basic. I have this other one. This oh, that was my oh, first damn, one. Damn, you had two of them. Jesus that's Christ! Nice one, yeah, uh, I, I had like a, I had like a fine nut at all, but I had like a face <laughs> where it worked more to make the money. 
buy all the equipment that I wanted, and then I went went back down with the hours. So now I work less, <laughs> but I did it for a short time that I worked more to get all the That's gear. awesome, man. And I stopped working are, again. That's beautiful. I love, I love, uh, I mean, a lot of people like you went from like, you know, headless is the cool thing, and people were like, I don't like headless. And I was like, people have to travel. Oh, yeah. like, fuck. Like yeah, my, once my you right see the advantages, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I, oh. I love this. And I was like that too. I played a lot of totally. headstock bases, Ibanez, and I have a Warwick, a multi-scale Warwick, a rare one over yeah, here. Yeah. But like the headstock. Even with the guitars, like my my favorite guitar, and I, you know, it's it's becoming my favorite. It's the Strandberg. It's my favorite guitar. It's like mm -hmm. yeah, but it's like, they're it's so like comfortable super... and it sits really well, right? So yeah, fits really well. It's like it's super like one pound. It's like I'm just like, oh, I want to practice right now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like bring it yeah, up. Like it's like just nice. have it standing right here. Yeah, I don't even need a guitar stand for the thing, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> can just put it on the wall and all's fine. I got a, a Strandberg right here. I'm just like, oh, let me just uh, it's like easy, yeah. it's like it's like weighs nothing, it's like zero yeah, pounds. Yeah. My friend has it's one, like, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had two bass, like... uh, the first time I had one in my hands, I was like, uh, get it, got it from a friend. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, because like I'm a big like prog nerd, I bought uh, I returned it, but I bought uh. I was gonna do the new odious album on that Getty Lee bass. Oh yeah. And now because I like, you know, I was like, fucking, I'm down to doing old school bass sound and mm -hmm. rush down. But um, I didn't understand that there was like two volumes, you know, for each pickup. And I was like, I don't if I hit one and because it affects the tone. That's the tone. Yeah. If you do like mm -hmm. two, so yeah, if you one can play them like you want them, right? Exactly. So if like one moves, then the tone's different. Not there's no mm -hmm. dials or it's not clicked in or anything. It's like. All right. Well, oh, that's one... annoying. Yeah, that, that's why back then they taped it off, right? When they had one yeah, zone, yeah. they put tape on the. Well, I didn't know. I didn't. I actually didn't know. I mean, I knew that those existed, but I didn't know it was like that's the norm back then. So it was mm -hmm. like, I was like, oh shit, there's a volume knob for each pickup. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not God. like a blend knob where you have just one, but yeah, you can dial it in more. And I, I was like, okay, well, this is not for me. And then my cat pissed on the the mm -hmm. case that it came in, and I sent it back. <laughs> And they took it back. I felt so they bad. I, like, I no, I scrubbed it out. I scrubbed it as much as I could, but there's still a little piss there. And I was like, hopefully they take it. Oh, <laughs> sent it back and they just they accepted it. And I was like, all right. But that was, uh, I mean, I wanted to give them like old bro. school. I want to, just, you know, like do something different. You know, like, you know, there's always, there's always like the headless bases brand. That's a brand new thing, you know? Yeah. It's... To me, it's like with the Dingwall bases and uh, the Darkless stuff. I was super hyped about it when it first came out. And yeah. Then suddenly everybody had the same Everyone setup and sounded it. the same. It was like, ah, oh, I guess I don't want to play. That. It's all. Do you want to pay five thousand dollars to be exactly the same? Did anybody <laughs> do it? Did anybody yeah. do it before Cynic? Was Cynic like the first one? In it? For what? No bases. Chronos. Even Chronos from Venom had a headless base. Oh okay. really? Okay. okay. You see, there's one on the video 80s. out there so with Chronos. Was it a Strand? Was it a, one of those uh, Strandenberg? Or what are uh, they called? The Steinberger. So it's oh, so okay. similar like you guys say it sounds like you said the same exact i know i know the stein i whenever i say it once, it's I Strandberg and steinberg yeah 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 whoever did it second like why wouldn't you just no it's like, last like, names it's last names i know but i'm just like maybe we won't go with our last name on the he just <laughs> say it again say the two companies again uh, strandberg and steinberger <laughs> to us steinberger or steinberger Oh, Steinberger. Yeah, Steinberger. Oh, there's an er at the end. 
Wie soll das? Steinberg oder der Geist auch der Du Cubase? Der ist Steinberg in Steinberger, I guess. In Steinberg der Cubase und ich denke, ja, das alle Pedal Gitarre. Also der Steinberger war die alte Gitarre, die Cynic played. Es war kind of that small body and like the. There was so I ate one on a rework recently that had like a bass tremolo. It was the Steinberger four string bass with a huge tremolo. Was kostet 3.000 Dollar so was like ah der fuck kette vorstellen. Yeah yeah. The bass was a tremolo, but it's been awesome. No, I heard the yeah. Well, I mean that's what when Paul Masvidal was on here, he was talking about the the tremolo for like for guitar because there's different string tensions when you dump the whammy bar and bring it back. Yeah, and on the bass the pull is too hard. Yeah, and it would be for guitar though. All the strings would stay in exact the same tuning depending on where you were. So like that's not Floyd Rose doesn't do that like. That's like a system that he created. Then he just stopped making guitars, and it was like, "All right, well, I guess it's gone." <laughs> Let's well, go. All right. Well, Let's thanks really... a lot, man. Yeah, do the do, uh, German. Do the German. Uh, no, we're gonna uh, do. <laughs> Let's do the English version since we already did. Whoa, the German. superior. All right, it's fine. Oh fuck, no, do it in German. You do it in German right now, Joel. Is all Scheisen uh, uh, Battleforge coffee. Dude, no Shizen. No Look at this, dude. <laughs> this is crazy. I just found this over here in the side of my. I smoked Jesus, weed at like one 16? point. Isn't that crazy, dude? I smoked weed at one point right here tonight. It's, it's no. Oh. It literally has been sitting here from another podcast. I never come up here for the podcast. In your adulthood, you podcast. That? Um. Uh, yeah. That All right. Good night, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they. Uh, <laughs> Clemens, we're, coming on, dude. we're just talking about Joseph trying to smoke weed in Bangladesh, and you're like, dude, you're smoking weed out of a can. Don't, we don't need to do the ads. We're too tired. Yeah. No, we can't. <laughs> Battle Force Coffee. Love you guys. Love Generator Clemens. Rehearsal Studios. Clemens, love that. Love you. Nice to hang, dude. Um, love you, Clemens. Go see uh, fucking Joseph play tomorrow oh, yeah, night or tonight. If you're watching YouTube, it's gonna literally tonight. SoCal, get there. It's at in the, Germany, uh, go to Malignancy or Death Feast. It's yep. in Fullerton, California. Yeah, Death Feast. Death opening Feast. up for Cyborg, Octopus, Octopus. Um, Clemens, dude, thank you so much for giving us your time, dude, and getting up early. I, I love that we can still do these international things. Um, and your, your list of bands is crazy all of its quality stuff please check everything out this man has been a part of you will have a great time if you're a fan of this podcast no doubt um buy please. shirts from us <laughs> please no i'm just joking uh that's uh cali death podcast.bigcartel.com um twitch.tv slash cali death podcast is where you're gonna see us live and all the social shit you'll find us uh joel's just i mean not joel joseph is just texting for the rest of this fucking shit <laughs>